Greetings! Welcome to Act Natural, the D&D podcast where players from across the world explore two sister campaigns set in the same homebrew world. This week's episode features the wild cards. To get the latest updates, find us on Facebook with our name Act Natural, or follow us on Twitter at actnatural underscore D&D. Now, on to the show. Last time on the Wild Cards, the party was reacting to the sudden shaking of the Earth. The surrounding Dragonborn confirmed to the party that earthquakes were not common here, and several members of the group were concerned about cave-ins. Though, after a few minutes of quiet, this seemed like less of a worry. Gothrak interrogated the Dragonborn about having potentially taken the city from dwarves, though none of them knew of any such thing. After much discussion, the party decided to head back to Dragon Mages the following day to gather more information. As Gothrak and Taz disposed of the dwarf remains, the pair got into a heated argument about Vesper and her role in the party. The next morning, the group set out for the shop. However, before they reached the sewers, they heard the sounds of combat and yelling. They emerged to find a patrol of dwarves in battle with a gelatinous cube. Thanks to a fireball from Liberté and a well-placed fairy fire from Alexander, the foes were not hard to dispatch, though Vesper did fall headfirst into the cube, much to the dismay of Gothrak. As they convened over the corpses and ash piles, Alexander heard more voices, and the party scattered back into the hideout prepared to defend it. But no challenge came over the remainder of the day. Another rest later, they woke to face a new day. And that is where we pick up. So you all are waking up in your various cots and beds within the hideout. What would you all like to do? I think our plan had been to head back to the uh, Dragon Wizards, right? Uh, I believe so. That was my plan, at least. I didn't... I think we were going to escort two of you to the safe point, have you exit as invisible, go to the Dragon Mages, now that somebody has sending, and... uh, talk to them while the rest of the party did whatever. What's happening? <laughs> Gothrak oh turns yeah. around. <laughs> so yeah. here's what you need to do. Yeah, you, Gothrak, you, you turn around and actually notice that Jock is actually sitting up for the first time in over 24 hours. Oh, look, somebody finally waked up. Oh, sorry, I was, uh, I was a bit sick. Sewers, you know. You know where I come from, you still go hunting when you're sick. On top of that, you know what you do when you throw up? You eat it. Just to make sure you don't do it again. Good to know. Does that help? <laughs> yeah, it helps. Huh. I am. <clears throat> Jock, we need you to send a, a message to our friends. Uh, the dragon mages of the north wizard coast. Whose name I've totally forgotten at this point. Irax. No, I mean the the actual name of their shop. Dragon Mages. Oh, Dragon Mages of the Eastern Eastern Coast. That's what it was. So you need to send him a message. We're going to send two invisible people to find him and talk to him. While you were asleep, uh, we kind of got in a wee bit of a tussle and Gothrak holds up the dead body of a dwarf. Which we haven't cut up yet. Oh. 
Alright, that's new. So I thought we were all going, um, so I must... Am I mistaken, or...? Well, it's daylight. I'm not sure how we would be, manage that. It'd be best if only those of you that could go invisible, like... The rest of us will wait at the uh, the safe exit to cover you in case you get into any shenanigans. Okay. Unless we want to do something else. I mean, I'm perfectly fine. We'll exit at one of the other exits, set a bunch of buildings on fire. I'm, fuck it, let's do it. Uh, Sorry, uh, what was his name again? I, it skips my mind. Who? The Dragon Mage? Yes, the shop. Kirax, Kirax. But yeah, before you send a message, um, so who's I? I know I wanted to go. Who I, I could try going myself. Well, I I kind of think I should go. Just can you make yourself I, invisible, Liberté? Can um, make us both invisible. Oh, that's right. You've got the the fanciness. Well, you two um, are the smartest cookies in the box. Um, did we ever introduce ourselves to them? Like, like shopped at their shop, and I don't like. Uh, but I mean, like as a group, not individually. Uh, no, we didn't tell them the group name, but yeah, they know Gothrak. Okay, oh, you introduced so, all of you, Gothrak and friends. Uh, you take me for some sort some sort of fucking dwarf i introduce people when we meet is that a so, so who's all going exactly as in liberté okay alexander you me and uh, vesper here gothrak sighs he heavily when he says vesper's name We're, we'll hold the rear uh and patrol the sewers when you guys are ready to come back, Taz, Liberty, you got a way to hit us up? To warn us? Uh, no. Not until we get m very, very close. Uh, Liberty's got message. It's got a shorter, much shorter range. And we'll just, uh, I'll tell you what, why don't we set a time frame then? From the time that you leave the, the safe sewer exit, you have, I don't know, uh, six, eight hours to well, be would... back at the location. I don't think we would need that long. All right, two hours. I mean, isn't it like a 15-minute walk, Josh? At least you could have done easy. <laughs> it was 15 to 20 minutes. But there really wasn't anybody around last time, so you're not sure what you might encounter when you leave. Let's say two hours. Well, uh, well, if you're going to look at books and shite, don't you need time to read? Well, we've got four of them, plus Liberté and myself, so six people looking through books. I mean, that... I, mean, I think call it I four guess, hours. Uh, well, I, I mean, is there something else we wanted to do today? Because otherwise, I mean, I guess six hours isn't so bad. I mean, I'd like to go find some dwarves and kill them, but I think that would be uh, probably a little bit on the nose. Or we go set fires. 
It's like eight right now, right, Josh? Yeah, it's early morning. Okay, yeah, let's let's just yeah, let's let's go and and we'll call it we'll six hours and uh, go from there. All right. Try to get back sooner, but. Which one is going to send it now? Well, yeah, let him know we'll be there in the next wee bit. Well, actually, might as well wait till we're at the safe exit, yeah? So. Okay, yep. Right. We going? Gothrak uh, starts Lunabe. walking towards the yes. Oh, did, did you want me to come as well? Uh, yes, please. I also had a couple of questions for you along the way. Uh, all right. And she gathers up her sword and starts to get ready to leave. Hey, uh... Oi, Vesper. Uh... Oi, Vesper. Take rear guard. Oh. Okay, sure. Yep, I'll do that. Uh, it'll be a good place for you. Is that... Is that sarcasm? Me? Be sarcastic? I feel like you don't know me very well. I probably don't know. Very good. Take the rear fucking guard where you'll be useful. Mm, I'm sensing some tension. Take Shut up, sleeping beauty. <laughs> Something's happened here. I can feel it. <laughs> <laughs> Waves a magic wand. Right, let's go to the safe exit. Uh, we probably should be quiet on our way to the the grate. Yep. So wait, shit, oh, Alexander. God damn it. You have the what? cat, yeah. Send it out when we get to the to the, the hidden entrance. He has a name. What is the cat's name? His name is Charles. He's of course great. it is. Right. Okay. Can you send... Let's let's go. Everybody start crawling. Come on. Send the crawl. cat out. You take lead, okay, Alexander. I'll be behind I'm you. Not, I'm not going sure. to crawl, but I'll go. We There's a space we actually have to crawl through. As, if, if I remember that right. Yeah, but you have to walk a little bit to get there first. It, it doesn't right. matter. Okay, so you all head out and start to head back in towards the sewers, crawling through the, the crawl space out into that section behind all the crates. So everyone makes it out there just fine. What's what's the plan once you get out into that kind of antechamber? Uh, listen first and then go to the exit yeah have the cat double check the outside and they may be patrolling for their missing soldiers that's what I'm worried about uh, oh really uh, yeah you missed a fun fight yeah sounds like yeah somebody got stuck in the middle of a giant jelly it's fantastic talking about yourself Gothrak no, talking about you, asshole, tea kettle. 
I, mm. I, I, I lean over. I lean over to Jacques and I go. I thought he was talking about himself. Uh, I don't have no idea who is he talking about. Right, come on, Charles, and no. Alexander, send Charles. Come on. Yeah, he's going. Okay. <laughs> um, Charles very slowly heads out. Someone has to open the door for him. But... We'll open the door for him. <laughs> Sits there scratching at the door going, let me out. <laughs> who's who's going to play seeing eye cat for Alexander? Well, you guys are right behind him. You guys aren't moving at the moment. You're just kind of standing, so it's not yeah. an issue. Um, go ahead and make a perception check for Charles. Yes, because that's not my page. Hang on. Um, the one time that I ask you to make a check. <laughs> I know. And yet, yet, otherwise, I'm like, can I have a cat check? And you're like, no. Exactly. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, Charles quietly slinks out from the crack in the door, walks out to kind of where the, those four streams meet and drain down. Um, he doesn't see any dwarves, doesn't hear any dwarves. The corpse that was there the day before is no longer there. Doesn't see anybody immediately. What do your cat eyes see, Alexander? Which he does not hear, as he's deaf. I don't think Gothrak knows that. Alexander, stop ignoring me! He cuffs him across the back of the head. He can't hear you. Oh, it feel easy. that though. Five more minutes. <laughs> <laughs> five more minutes. All right, so we wait five minutes. Um, I, I, I'll just be looking. And I'm like, it doesn't seem like there's anyone here. All right. The body's missing. Um, yeah. All right, let's head out then. Come on, come on. Okay. You all head out into the main sewer. At this point, I'll ask everybody to go ahead and make stealth checks. Ooh. 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 Something Ooh natural ones. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, that be great. <laughs> well, then. Yeah, and here, here's Lunaves with that whole negative dex bonus. Ooh. <laughs> it's better than a nat one. Come on. Bye, Botch. So, with my 24, I am, like, creeping stealthily through this thing, and everyone behind me has just found pots and pans and are just having a Gothrak's pan fight. moving pretty silently. Uh, what what did you roll, Goth? Oh, yeah, you're, you're up there. Um, yeah, so that is... One, two, three, four, six failures. <laughs> That's uh, uh, so. As you all begin to sneak out, um, Taz and Alexander um, actually accidentally bump into each other, and you both try to grab the other person to keep you stable, but you don't. It actually sends both of you even more unstable, and both of you. Spoosh! into the dirty muddy water. <laughs> oh, oh, oh no. Better have your yeah. shots updated. And and there's a little bit of yelling and kerfuffling going on over the next 30 seconds or so 
as um, Jacques and Lunave run back, their armor clanking to try and lift both of them up out of the water. Oh, for fuck's sake. But Why you, you guys tell me we were going? I was still in cat vision. <laughs> you you guys have out. made a, you guys have made a pretty big racket. We just stay tight for a second. Any indication of any shenanigans? Go ahead and make a perception check. Uh, how so many of us? I mean, we would all be listening. Uh, it. Dirty twenty. That's fine. Um, you wait a minute or two and just listen. You don't immediately hear anything. Although Alexander and Taz are now very wet and feeling very disgusting. Eh, you'll be fine. The smell will mask you down here. Uh, all right. I think we're okay. okay. Let's, let's keep, let's keep moving. Um, but still slow because we don't want to do this again. Uh, but we shouldn't stay in one place. As as I'm walking along, I'm like whispering the prestidigitation to get the slime and stuff off of me. Yeah, as he's doing him, I'm like, do me, do me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Over, over the next couple over the next couple minutes, um, Taz uses prestidigitation to clean as much off of himself and Alexander as possible. It's still just nagging you at the back of your mind, though, that you are just very dirty right now, even though you're pretty sure the magic probably did a fairly good job. Yeah. Alexander, there's something behind your ear. I don't admit it to myself, though. (laughs) All right. Piece of rat shit can stay right there, then. Come on. Yeah. (laughs) You you all continue to move over the, the half an hour or so it takes you to get to the exit point that you've used before. Um, as a side note, is the music working for everybody? Because it's not working I can for hear me. It. Okay. What music? Uh, I can't. The... Watch together. Oh, uh, I, I, don't I run my own. Okay. Because it's not working for me, but if it's working for everybody else, I'll let it go. Um, okay. Uh, you guys eventually get to the great that you have exited, you have not met any other dwarves, you've not heard anybody. What is the plan? Right. Uh, yes. You two... Peek out, peek out the grate. Uh, first. Hold on, let me open the grate up first. Gothrak opens the grate. Alright, cat time. Sure. Deploy the cat. Okay. Gothrak just hucks the cat out. Whoa. You said deploy him? Sure. Go ahead and make an acrobatics check for Charles. Do you want me to make a strength check? No. Aw. 20. Yeah, he's fine. Good boy. <laughs> uh, so he, he very deftly lands uh, on his feet and begins to look around. Go ahead and make a perception check as well, Alexander. 13. Okay. Um, Looking around, he does not immediately see any dwarves, and you kind of just let him roam around that general area where you guys popped out last time. Um, And looking out to where the steps are, where those dwarves were last time, where you were able to lure them away, uh, you see four dwarves standing guard there. 
sir. I will communicate that. Okay. Uh, I'll be like, uh, four dwarfs, not two. This is... This is going well so far. Okay. If we take um, those four, there'll be eight. You you move Charles around, and you also notice that there appears to be some off towards the west as well. So you, your paths directly to what would be the the west and south are not necessarily blocked, but there are dwarves there. West and south. In which direction is the wizard? Southeast. Yep. So as a reminder, you 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 pop out where the party token is. Right. You two get to the dragon mages. Wait, Jax, send him a message. Right. Then I'm going to cast sending. Okay. To, uh, Kirax. All right. What do you say? Kirex, this is uh, Gothrex's friends from the other day. On our way. Right now. Listen to six knocks or some annoying half orc. Oh, thank you for the response, or for letting me know. Um, I shall talk with the others. We'll, we'll start to get the wards down as quick as we can. That's everyone. Six knocks, guys. Okay, but I'm just going... Well... They've got wards on the building, so if we go up and knock... They're, they're taking it down on the... Uh, right now. Once you get close, you can use your, your fanciness with the, yeah, the message once, and stuff. Once I do that, my invisibility will go down, so I'll have to make sure I'm pretty well hidden. Or oh, six knocks. That's yeah, a just six knocks. Yeah, just knock six times. On the window, if you want me. Is that is that where you're going with that? Right, you two get going. <sighs> Standing here, lollygagging. Okay, then I cast invisibility on Liberté and myself. Okay, uh, I am working to put X's on the map so you guys can see where the dwarves are, because that would probably be helpful, huh? It might be better. There is a distinct chance. I, wa I, I want to... Liberté, if we have a chance, I, I think you and I should go to that Chinese restaurant in the southeast corner. <laughs> Looks like they have outdoor dining. <laughs> I hate you so much. China Inn. China. Yeah, I got it. Sometimes it's China Hotel, though. You're not wrong. <laughs> okay, so invisibility is cast. You two move out of the grate. Um, let's have both of you go ahead and make stealth checks at advantage. Please stop. Um, I didn't ask, but what's the purpose of this? I got They're going to do a little bit of research. 
I got a 12. Okay. Um, moving out of the grate is not the most, or the removal of the grate, I'm sorry, is not the most silent thing ever. So you have to wait a minute before moving out again, but no one seems to immediately come investigate it. You set off to the south, or I'm sorry, not to the south. Um, you set off towards Dragon Mages. Um, which way did you want to go? The X's are dwarves. I guess between oh, houses. Okay. Um, from what Alexander told you, you know you would come in into sight of this one going in between the houses. Which one is between the houses? There isn't one like directly in between the houses, but oh. but through this alleyway here, you would be in the line of sight to the X I'm, on the right. I'm not seeing a ping. What do you? Oh what? crap! I'm on the I'm on the wrong layer. My bad. That one. Okay. Uh, so but you, we're invisible. Correct. I'm 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 just telling you what the what the scenario is. It's your okay. choice which way to go. Does it does it look like the alley is full of stuff? Uh, it it's not full of like like there's stuff in it, but there isn't. It's not like full of trash or something like that. Okay. Yeah, I think that's. I think we would do that. Then. Mm -hmm. Okay. You all move to the south very slowly but surely. I'll put the party token, another one up here for where everyone else is. Um, you get down to where the edge of these houses is, and you do see what looks to be another group of dwarves standing kind of in the center of this opening here. Is it another set of four, or is there more? Uh, this, is a, this is a set of five. Okay. Well, I think we want to try to stay off the street. Uh, obviously, obviously can't, we can't talk or point to each other so i don't know what we're doing holding hands you could you could message i can't i can't no you can't care. that's right yep. okay so ah so just i think we're holding hands mm -hmm. um so mm -hmm. only which also means only one of us can be in front so which one of us would have been in front determining which way we're going who's the uh, dom in this situation <laughs> oh boy I suppose it's Liberté since he's got the better stealth. Okay. Um, so I, I would want to try to stay off the street. So I guess kind of head head that way toward the other alley. I mean, I wouldn't want to go toward the group of guards. So. So you're gonna want to go like this direction? You mean? Again, I'm. Uh, yeah. Yes. Here. Yes. Okay. All right. Um, as you cross the road, since you're going to be really close to them, I'll have both of you go ahead and make another stealth check. Okay. Oh, man. I got a 14 and he got a 7. Wow. Dice are not with you at the moment, Taz. Oh. Did you have that party inspiration? Okay, um, you get. Oh, I, ha I, I I thought you meant he had it. I forgot that I have it. Yeah, I'm, yeah, gonna, ha I'm gonna have to have Taz reroll. Oh, okay. Art, sorry. 
I forgot that I had. I mean, it's been three weeks, all right? So. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I only reminded you like half an hour ago, but. Get over it. I actually might not have been in the room when that happened because my baby was peeing all over the floor, but. Oh, no! Is this your dog or your actual Jesus. child this time? The actual child. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right, so that's an 11. Okay. Um, I mean, it's better. Uh, you guys get about halfway across the street when one of you unexpectedly kicks a rock and it actually hits into another rock. It makes a loud tick, 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 tick noise and you kind of halt in place and look back and see a couple of the dwarves who are in this group over here look directly in your direction and they start squinting around. You see all of them are carrying big war hammers, long beards going down into the center of their chest and they're wearing big armor as well. Are you guys staying put or are you moving? Are they moving? Not immediately. Um I I wouldn't I wouldn't think to stop. I'm going to I'm going to keep going. Okay. Taz, you feel Liberté pull you forward and you kick up a little bit of dust as the unexpected movement gets you going. Um the two door two of the dwarves do break off and head in your direction. You make it to the outskirts of the alley as the two of them get to about where you were standing uh-huh. and begin to kind of look around. Okay, well I'm gonna stay put now that we're now that we're out of the street. They even if they knew there were invisible people, they wouldn't know what direction we went. Okay. Um, one of the two that seemed to treat here or notice something excuse me, um, walks down into into this intersection and hails the other group of dwarves. And from where you are, you are looking back at them and you see um, that entire company begin to move in your direction. Okay. Um, So the shape of the buildings, are they accurate to what it really is? Sure. Okay, so there's a zigzag there. I would want to go down through the zigzag. Okay. Head down through the zigzag. You hear um, all of the dwarves as they kind of get near each other start to talk in a language that I don't think either of you understand, correct? Correct. Correct. Okay. You turn the corner and lose sight of them, and it's not long before the voices start to fade as well. So you're not sure what is going on with those at the moment. Okay. Um,. I'm just going to keep going, but obviously be careful of where we're putting our feet. Okay. You continue to move through the alleyway. This one is even less cluttered than the other one. So this one is not not terrible. Um, You actually think that you are between homes here and it's pretty nice, grassy. There's some flower beds. It's It's not terrible. Before the city was ransacked, it was probably really nice. Um, you get to the back of this building here. Did you want to go to the right or to the left? Um, well, if we go right, we're going to go back into their view again. Um, yeah, but you're, you're several house. You're like a house down now. So that's, that's up to you. Well, so when you say right or left, there's like a little gap to the right. And then there's South. Is that what you, is South what you mean by left? Correct. Okay, I think I would 
think I would prefer not to go toward an intersection. So I think what I want to do is start going right, kind of slow, so I'm not jerking Taz around, and then just peek my head around to see what the what the dwarves are doing. Okay. You get to about here and are able to poke your head around this side of this building. And you do see both of those companies are actively searching that intersection for something. They're okay. not coming any nearer to you. Right. If the, so if, if, while they're not coming any nearer to me, now's the time to go. So turn, turn this corner and then head south. Okay. Um, you, you get to about here. Uh-huh. Um, both of you go ahead and make perception checks. Oops. I accidentally did that advantage, uh, but it's a dirty 20. 16. Okay. Uh, yeah, it is, it is not hard for both of you, if roll 20 will cooperate here, um, to hear before you even see that there are two groups of dwarves right there just simply talking. Mm -hmm. They don't seem to be actively engaged in anything. They just simply, they're just talking. Okay, so with my 20 perception, is this street also full of stones? <laughs> oh, I thought you meant like, is it cobblestone? I was like, no. Because last time we crossed the street, we kicked a bunch of rocks. So I, I understand now. Uh, the DM brain did not compute for a moment there. Um, there there are rocks, but but like... As long as you're careful, you you think like you'll be pretty okay with it. Okay, no way for me to even communicate to that to him. So, um, do they look like they're gonna be a while? Um, as you kind of hesitate, you do notice that the group nearer to you actually uh -huh. starts to kind of like step away, as if they're uh -huh. starting to finish the conversation. Right. So I don't want to be crossing the street while they're walking right toward me. <laughs> so if they if they're breaking away to come come back toward me. We're just going to stick it out in this alley until they move past. Okay. Um, you do notice um, this group comes up to about... Come on, roll 20. Work with me here. Um, it comes up to about there. Uh-huh. And the other group starts to walk this way. Okay. And and that group in front of you stops. Oh, son of a bitch. Um and looking down the other way that other group has seemed to stop there as well. Okay. So before you had said left or right, I guess we want to swing back around the building and and then pass where they had been talking. Okay. To walk away, you walk back, head in this direction. And as you get to about there, you notice that this group is coming back. And they seem to be headed directly for the other one this time. Uh -huh. And the other group doesn't even wait. They they come right back. It's almost as if something happened and they needed to talk. <laughs> okay. Well. 
So I can't understand what they're saying. No. Nope. I'm assuming I'm close enough to hear that they're talking, right? Yeah. Their tone. So yeah, what's their tone? Make an insight check. Twenty-one. Nice. Um, the tone seems semi-urgent. Not like you know the town is on fire; we have to save it. But like, they they needed to talk about something important. Okay. Um, okay. Um, so I think I want to backtrack and head west. Okay. How does this street look? This street looks okay for the moment, although you know that that other group was just walking down this way, so you're not sure if they're going to come back. Yeah, cross directly west. So continue going west? Yeah. Okay. Um, I'd say at about this time, you've used probably 20 minutes of your invisibility. Okay. And we're going to stay right in the middle there and then head down the alleys to the south. Okay. Get to there. You do notice those two groups are still talking. Okay, cross to the south. Yep, you were able to cross without much issue. Okay. Um, and then head east, I guess, on the south side of, of the hand building there, yeah. Okay. Uh, as you come out, you take another look around, uh, and you do see a squad down here. Okay, so we're either going to have to cross close to them or come back around this building and go right in between the two big groups. So I think that's, I think that's what we'll do. So go around to the other side of this building and then cross in the middle of the street. So go down south? No, north. Oh, sorry. Ah, okay. I understand what you're saying. Okay. Because that's that's the alley that I want to get to anyway to get to Dragon Mages, so... Okay. Sorry. I, I, I understand what you're saying now. Um, as you two begin to cross, kind of looking both ways at both kind of lines of dwarves, go ahead and make one final stealth check at advantage. Okay. Twenty-three. Good lord. I have a plus three. Yeah, you had six rolls and never rolled higher than a twelve. You cross quickly, a little worried, trying not to get caught. And nothing seems to happen as you cross. Okay, um, how hidden are we right here? Um, I would say you could be like anywhere in this little this little area here and be fine because huh? there's there's buildings and stuff. So okay, and how that's long? by the back door. Yes. How long did it take them to turn off their wards before? Um, 
It wasn't. It, w it wasn't as long as it took you guys to get here. <laughs> so I so I can assume I can, I can reasonably assume that they're off. You probably think that, yeah. Okay. So where 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 are we? We're at about a half hour. Uh, probably a little over a half an hour. Yeah. Okay. I want to wait until I until I I'm at the point where I think it's been forty minutes. Um, okay. and then I want to go up to the door that we'd gone in before mm -hmm. and I, I do want to knock but I want to use my cloak to muffle it um, so that it's not hearable by all the guards around me um, I don't, I'm not sure what the real distances are so if I don't think that'll work tell me that I don't think that you'll think, you think you'll be fine I think I'll be fine. Okay, and then I'll do that and knock six times. In other words, your DM is not that much of an asshole. Sure. Well, I mean, if it's if it's all they're ten feet away, like I couldn't possibly muffle it enough for ten feet, you know. So yeah, you're you're fine. Okay. All right. Um, you do knock on the door, and very quickly after you finish knocking, um, the door opens up once again, and you do see Kirax standing there. Uh, come in, come in quickly, quickly. Go in quickly, quickly. <laughs> Drop invisibility. When he does that, I just collapse to the floor. What are you thinking coming here in the middle of the day? The streets are crawling with guards. You're not kidding. Why did they do that during the day and not at night? They're keeping control of the city. Well, you'd think that was something that Gothrek would know. So how are you guys? Everything good? Uh, um, you, you actually notice that Kyrix is currently the only one um, around you. You don't know where the other three are. Okay. Um, we, we've been fine. Um, just continuing on our life as much as normal, I suppose. We've been stuck inside for... How many weeks now? Being stuck inside for so long is not enjoyable. Well, listen, we, we came back because we need to have a conversation and see if there's other information that we can get, and sending spells weren't going to be anywhere near enough. All right, I guess I can understand that. Well, well, well what can I help with? How much historical information do you, do you and the, the rest of your partners have? Historical in the way of the arcane? I'd like to say... Uh, historical in the way of the people of this city and this city in particular. Of the city? Uh, not not a ton. I ha We have general knowledge that we've gained over our years. Did your families come here at founding or did you come here later uh, I need to look at names here uh, I believe um, Mundogs Mundogs Mundgox's distant relatives uh, did come here at the beginning I think I think the rest of us were descendants from others who came later why? What do you mean distant relatives? You mean ancestors or cousins? Yes, he's probably 
based on the time, either his likely his parents or perhaps grandparents, depending on. He doesn't talk about it much. Uh, so we we interrogated the dwarf, and the information he gave us is very confusing. Well, he was probably lying. Uh, no, we had a zone of truth spell on him. And he claimed that the dwarves were retaking their city. This, this was theirs before it was the city of the Dragonborn. What? That, that is impossible. Dragon Harbor was built by Dragonborn for Dragonborn. It, it, it is not a, a, a dwarf-made city. Well, he wasn't a very smart dwarf, but... It seemed that the area perhaps belonged to them, if not the above ground, then the below ground. Um, but it might be that it was a long time ago that it was your, it was theirs. L let me just, instead of being cryptic, let me tell you, let me tell you what I know. Um, he said that the the dwarves that have taken over this city is their entire city. He said that their entire city of people came here to take what is theirs and to do what is right. I don't know what that means. Uh, and he said that the, sit the city or the area belonged to them before he was born. Uh, I don't know how old he was, but dwarves live a long time. And he didn't know exactly how long ago it had been theirs but we managed to narrow it down to a thousand years or less ago. Plus, the dwarf gave us two names. So their their leader's name is Verdala. I'm not sure if you or any of the books that you have here may contain a reference to that. I'm, I'm not sure, but the other name was Elnor, who killed Gothrak's family. And I seem to think that that was of a purpose that may be linked to why the dwarves have returned here and now. So I, I, specifically, I had thought that, you know, perhaps with your large book collection that you may have you know, journals from, you know, like founding fathers of the city that may have referenced first why they left their homeland. We understand that over the last century, Dragonborn have been leaving as there have been arguments with the Council of Hughes. Um, but but second, to, to understand if there were any observations for when they got here that might have indicated there there was at one point a dwarven settlement. Um, and, and then oddly, we, you as well, likely encountered an earthquake in what is or has been a very stable city. And I don't like, you know, I don't think that was a coincidence. I don't think it's independent of what's going on. 
You don't know what caused the earthquake? No. We Would were like... underground. Would you like to see? Uh, yes. Liberté sits up. He's been laying down this whole time. He, um, Kirax turns around and says, follow me, follow me. Um, and he actually leads you um, up the stairs that you had seen um, several of the mages disappearing up um, the last time you were here. Um, and he takes you up the stairs past, um, there's one flight with four doors, two on one side, two on the other. And then he actually continues up even farther, which is odd because this most definitely was only a one-story building from the outside. But you you you, you continue up, um, and you reach another landing with four doors. And uh, Kirax walks up to one of the doors, puts his hand in, in the very center, and says, "Nah, something you assume is in Dragon um, Draconic." And the door. I know. I know Draconic. But oh, you, you do. It is his name, and then open. Okay. Um, so, and a as he does that, the door kind of flashes and opens slightly, and he opens the door. Uh, just be careful. Don't try not to step on anything. Um, and he leads you into what is a bedchamber. There is a bed, a small desk. There are shelves upon shelves with just items kind of littered everywhere. Uh, this is my resting place, if you did not guess that. Uh, but that might give you a bit of an idea. And he kind of points with one claw out the window. I definitely walk over to look. So even though it looks like right. one story from the outside, when you climb the stories, you actually get higher in reality? Correct. Awesome. <laughs> uh, both of you go ahead and make perception checks as you look out the window. God. I hope I don't get into combat tonight. Roll to ten. I mean, law of averages, your numbers should be good. I'm the one that shouldn't want it into combat. Dirty 20. Man, freaking Joe, you're killing it right now. Um, looking, t uh, you notice that um, Kirax's window faces uh, southwest towards um, the giant hill that kind of sits on the far western edge of Dragon Harbor. And you've noticed it um, kind of when you were out walking around, but it was never really anything um, to you. But as you look towards direct towards the direct southwest, that large, kind of really grand-looking building that you had seen before is now in pieces. Okay, we've never been told what that building is, right? No, you have not. Okay, because the 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 castle or the capital or whatever is the building in the northeast across the bridge, right? That, uh, you've been told that was the clan master's residence. Okay. So they have blown up whatever this is, perhaps it's city hall or something. Uh, you also notice that th this area down here is now just basically a sheer cliffside. All right. So that that anything beyond that point is gone. No, sorry. Um, uh, I'll, I'll say like you ask what that is, and Kirax responds, "That was the sky path. It was a quick way for those in in the lower part of the city who did not wish to take the long road to get to the Temple of Bahamut. 
Unfortunately, the dwarves have destroyed both the sky path and the oh, temple. That was the temple of Bahamut. Now we know what that is. What it uh, was. Oh, it was. Right. Oh, boy. Oh, man, we wanted to go. I heard they had, they had great kung pao chicken. Did you, did you know what destroyed it? There were several large explosions in that area, one after the other. I was not here in my room when it occurred, but uh, after it did, I rushed up and saw the aftermath. And I would say that Liberté, with the 20, I would say that you actually can see dwarves over in that area, both where the sky path is and where the temple, like where the rock and ruins of the temple are. We never found out the dwarf we were interrogating if he had any deity they particularly worshipped, right? I do not believe you asked about religion, no. Nope. Athrak can always get another play toy. Um, so you don't know what it was that actually destroyed it. Just you heard explosions. You don't know if it was physical or magical. Uh, if if I had to guess to do that much that much destruction that quickly, I would guess magical. However, dwarves are dwarves. I should not underestimate their technological capabilities. Boy. Okay. Had you ever heard of this dwarf, Balnor, and the army's leader, Verdala? Uh, these names are foreign to me, unfortunately. Did any... I, was all the information I gave you downstairs, was that, was that all new to you? Yes. If if I had more information, I would have hopefully been able to do something more more quickly than what has already been done. It, it, come, come, let us go back down to the the main shop. Yeah. Uh, and and you you kind of look at him, and as he's been kind of staring out the window while the two of you are talking, you get that there is a little bit of a a heaviness in him for what's what's happened. Can I? I didn't say it quick enough, but can I insight check his, uh, he doesn't know anything about what I said? Sure. Or should I say, do I believe him? <laughs> uh, 22. You are on fire. <laughs> um, he, he seems genuine. He, he seems very interested in the information that you are telling him and as if his mind is trying to work out what is going on, why this is happening and what he can possibly do. Cherry is starting to think like, seem like they abandoned the area and then you guys settled it. Now they came in and just started blowing up shit. Why, why now? Why choose now to return? You know, and what does that have to do with Elnor and, and Gothrak's family, and what does that potentially have to do with Council of Hughes, if if that's all linked? And, uh, Kyrax, uh, 
Did you ever speak to um, a, a paladin named Lunave, who is relatively new to the city? Um, she is uh, a brass dragonborn. Is with the resistance right now. Uh, Lunave, I do, do not believe I have spoken to someone of this nature, or of this nature, of this name. Uh, perhaps one of the others did. Or is there a, something you needed to know? I guess I can ask her later, but it, it seems odd that this confluence of events is, is occurring and at the same time, Lunave felt the need to leave her homeland because of things that the Council of Hughes were up to. Not sure if uh, you've kept up with what the Council has been doing. Uh, Why would we? We no longer consider ourselves a part of that world. They are separate from us. Would they bear ill will towards this city and want revenge? Or your people leaving them? He, he puts a claw over his head and starts to think. If they did, they have waited a very long time to do so. We have been well established here. We have made partners and society and trade both on this continent and abroad if if they wanted to force well most of i would assume most of the dragonborn if not all of them who initially settled here are gone from us now but if if they did wouldn't they have wanted to take it over when we were younger less established weaker maybe they didn't have the means now it's just, it could be me, it could be just multiple coincidences, but it just doesn't seem likely. But who knows? I'll, I'll ask Lunave when we get back to her. It is odd, too, that her other remained behind. Um, he is on the council. Maybe there's a way for... Perhaps she finally saw the light and decided that that lifestyle was not for her anymore. So, so you are aware of what they're doing? No. I just know that people that came before me decided that they did not support that life. And they came here. Okay. So where is everybody else? Uh, most of them are probably in their workshops or in their rooms. And he kind of gestures um, around to, to the, the doors on the, the topmost landing and then to the doors at the second landing for workshops as you are descending back down. Well, what I'm wondering is if you think that any of them might know something, um, since you didn't, or if you or any of them would know someplace where we might be able to find some answers. Answers to which bit, you've thrown a lot of information at me. 
Um, well, whether the founders, after the Great Migration, um, knew anything about who might have been here before them. I'm trying to think of who even might have that information. There's not a grand location that details the entire history of this city. Perhaps the clan master, but the clan master is no longer with us. Um, meaning the clan master died or the clan master fled the city? Uh, back when you guys first arrived, you guys, one of the first things you learned from Lander was that the basically the entire leadership of the city was either killed outright or found and then killed. Okay. I do believe, though, I think, Josh, you said Tantina had one of them had the sending spell. Would they have been in contact with or have they been in contact with anybody that has fled the city to check on the refugees as to where those that fled are now? Uh, Hurex kind of turns back. I, I can ask. Um, I can go to all of them and, and ask and repeat what you have told to me and see what information they can provide. Um, is, is this something I can do for you in the meantime while, while I go speak with them? Um... Well, yeah, I guess, do you do you have a section of books where, potentially, where anything capturing the beginning history of this city, or no? There might be. To be honest, most of our books are those of a magical nature. Um, those are the ones that we create and attempt to sell. Uh, there, there might be. It may be someone traded one for another item or something uh, it, it would be difficult okay um so I guess can I can I browse whatever books they have while he's talking to them that's kind of where I was going with it yeah yeah <laughs> okay okay all right uh so Kirax take you takes you back down to the lower level and kind of raises a claw and twists it and pulls pulls it down almost like he's doing a kind of a reverse fist pump and a ladder materializes a spiral ladder just kind of swirls down from the top down and then stops right in the middle of the shop uh, feel free to look around um, I'll, I'll go speak to the others and, and figure out what information they might have Okay. I guess I will look for books. Okay. Um, there, there's a lot of books. Mm. Well, I don't know how long he's going to be gone, so I just start scanning and seeing if anything catches my interest in terms of either you know, history or... Oh, actually... Mm, 
Bring, yeah. I guess it would be kind of rude to cast Detect Magic. Kyrax has walked off, so. Uh, it takes 10 minutes, though. If you wanted to cast it as a ritual. It's the only way I have it. Oh, yeah, that's right. Warlock. I guess I'll do it just for, you know, there, there's not much else to do, so I want to just open my sort of perceptions to magical items and, and things and, you know, sort of then look at the books to see if there are, you know, I guess mundane ones to focus in on or anything of really strong magic. Okay. And I can, I can read Draconic so I can thumb through the titles. All right. Um, both of you go ahead and make investigation checks for me, or one of you roll with advantage. Um, in the meantime, we'll flip it back to everybody else who is kind of waiting at the grate, just passing the time slowly but surely. Is there anything the four of you would like to do? Uh, fucking waiting around chaffs my fucking ass cheeks. What was our job? Fucking wait for them? Really Unless for you want to go set fires. I'm not against setting fires. It seems a little bit pointless. <laughs> Which part? The setting fires or... Um, I suggest we uh, find a different entrance to the grate and uh, cause like, some sort of... Uh... A fire sounds nice. So, I mean, I'm just saying, like, there's, there's a lot of tension in this area right now. Aye. So, maybe it's best we draw attention someplace else. You guys have a way of uh, doing some fire shenanigans, uh, surreptitious-like. No, I, I don't carry anything fire-related. Once we had labor tie, I just threw it all out. Same pointless at that point. You don't got some oil or nothing? No. What about you, rear guard? Uh, well, I'm... I, I can't set fire, no. Do you have oil? I don't think I do. That's not a normal thing to carry around, no. What the fuck you think? Why would it not be a normal thing to carry around? Well, see how it is normal, none of us have it. Ugh... <sighs> Next time you munchkins go shopping, I'm going with you. Teach you what to find for a good old-fashioned adventure. Mainly oil, alchemist fire, ball bearings, a sledgehammer. Wait, does anybody have a sledgehammer? I do. You have a sledgehammer? Yeah. All right. You know what? Rear guard, you've been upgraded to rear guard plus two. Sweet. That's the highest I've ever been. It's uh, probably the highest you'll ever get. Uh, hand me the sledgehammer. Okay. Sounds Sorry like as well. All right. Uh, let's uh, see here. Yes, very nice. Okay. Uh, there's a couple other grates that I know of, but they're more heavily trafficked than this one is. Oh, here's mm. your sledgehammer back. I just wanted to hold it. Um, Why did you want it? Because I wanted to fucking hold it. The... For a minute? Yeah. It's been, a, it's been a while. Oh, with holding a sledgehammer, it's wonderful. 
I mean, I guess, yeah. I mean, imagining what I can do to Baelnor's knees with the sledgehammer is literally keeping me going right now. Okay, that explains it. Yeah, yep, okay. So, uh, is... Find some place east of here. Maybe uh, close the docks. If we stir up too big of a hornet's nest, they're gonna fucking come out. Here's the thing: I don't know how what effect that's gonna have, but I'm happy to fucking do it. So none of you have any type of fiery abilities. No, I do have a torch box, but yeah, you yeah. know how hard it is to set a house on fire without fuel. I got fairy fire. That's as high as I'll go. That's. I've seen that. That's not fire. That's fucking glitter. By the way, glitter's bullshit. It gets everywhere. Well, you've been here for a while. Do you know any any like uh, stores, warehouse around here? Do I? In that area of the city. Or do we have any oil back at the the base camp? Um, I wouldn't say you have oil because it's that you just have torches that that are like continuously being burnt for light. Um, sure, I'll I'll, I'll say that you know of a warehouse that is more towards the center of the city. I'll. There is a warehouse. Uh, I'll I'll say that you know it is this building. Ping it again. Ah, got it. Is there an exit near there? Roll a percentile. The uh, like a D one hundred or yeah yeah D one hundred sixty one. Yes, there is. Um, there is a sewer exit. Right. Come on, big money, big money, big money. Here. Fuck. All right. Here's an idea. It's warehouse. I heard from, uh, well, a shifty little elf bastard. Um, there's a warehouse that uh, supposedly holds some stores. I don't know if they've cleared it out or not. Uh, it could be a shitstorm if we go for it. Um, but, uh, I mean... If it does have shit in it, setting it on fire will fuck up the rest of the area, that's for fucking sure. How about we try to see if we find anything useful? Anything we can need? Uh, it's possible. I don't think it's got weapons and armor. It's probably got trade goods and stuff. Trade goods. I mean, if you can find oil, it'll make our job a lot easier, for sure. I heard one of the other options is, um... Hey, fuck. Wait a minute! Aren't you a... Wait, does Gothrak know what a tiefling is? Yes. As in, where they come from. Their lineage kind of thing. Um, I would say that that's common enough knowledge, and Vesper's been ca- called Devil Spawn enough for it to be 
colloquial among the public. Okay, <laughs> all right. Gothrak looks over at uh, Vesper. You're fucking devil kind. You can't fucking produce fire. Racist. Well, it's not really racist if that's what she is. I'm a fucking orc. You're a human. And I don't even know what the fuck you are. He's pointing at Alexander. I thought you were pointing at the cat. I'm like, he's a cat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm pointing at the fucking cat. <laughs> I... I can kind of... It's weird. I've made fire happen before, but I don't really have control over that. Right, well, that's fucking useless. Thank you, thank you. I feel yeah, great that's, about uh, that. Back to rear guard number one. Uh, <laughs> you sure should know that not all devils are alike. They're fucking devils. I don't know, I mean, each of them may have different abilities. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't spend time studying at the religious text table. Oh, he was hunting and gathering. Oh, I'm just letting you know now. It's good to fucking know. Yeah. But what can you do then, Vesper? You produce fucking ice or some shit? No, no. I Sometimes people attack me and I just react, you know? And then there's just fire. Yeah. If, if you poke her hard enough, she explodes. So if we throw you... Like, if I pick you up by your ankles and beat you into a building, will the building catch fire? I think you will catch fire, is how that works. I mean, if I'm on fire, the building might be on fire. I mean, it's... It's fucking almost worth it. Yeah, I mean, from what you say, it's more of a defensive mechanism than it is, you know, like... Offensive, yeah? Yeah. Well, fuck. Wait, Jax. Send a message to uh, to Taz. See if they can get some oil where they're, uh, while they're out. Uh. And actually, there's this thing I heard of once. Now this shit's uh, this shit's got a bite to it. It's called Alchemist's Fire. So you want me to? Send them a message to basically find Alchemist's fire. Well, yeah. So we've I got a store of it. I thought they said that we got for six hours. Well, we could just fucking wait around here. When they get back, they can have fun with us too. We can make a raid. How about before we go there, how about we scout out first? Uh, we fucking can. If they come back here in a hurry, though, we're not going to be here to back them up. Is the only thing I'm worried about. Eh, we got the fucking cat, sure. Alright, th it's this way. Come on. Jacques, I sent you a message, by the way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sir. Okay. He's actively ignoring it. Yeah, uh... And he will lead him, lead them to the crate. Uh... Okay, um, go ahead and make a survival check with advantage, Gothrak. Alrighty. Eleven. Okay, um, you, you get yourself a little lost for a little while, but you are eventually able to figure it out. Ah, and... fucking corners. Yep. 
just a little confusing, but you are able to get yourself, you are pretty sure, to the correct grade. Ah, there we fucking go. All right, um, I'm going to pop the grade. Uh, it's kitty time. Okay, I'll, I'll pass him over. All right, uh, here nice. you go. And carefully, this time, very nicely and carefully, tipping him outside the grate. All right, go ahead and make a perception check for Charles. Nine. Okay. Um, Charles is actually boxed in at the moment. Um, there is a number of crates that have actually been stacked up kind of around the grate, which is a bit odd, you think? But there's no easy way for him to, like, see out from this area where he's standing. Guess I could go. Was it clear up there? He's a very small cat. He can't really see. Uh, well, what about, um, what, what does he see? A lot of boxes. Oh, shit! There might be stuff yeah. in the boxes! Yeah, tell me about it. But, uh... Oh, yeah? I'm I mean, I, I literally having this conversation right now. Yeah, you should totally tell me about that sometime. Um, yeah. I could, I could jump out and take a look if... if we Got a way to be nice and silent? Uh, silent, yes. Nice, no. Uh, <laughs> Nothing new there. <laughs> silence, I guess. I guess I could cast silence on all of us. Well, if the boxes are real near, drop it right here. And he points towards the great edge. Huh, the old saying. Alright then. Alright, rear guard, head out of the silence, watch her back. Cast silence. <laughs> okay, so you're basically centering silence on the great. Yeah, uh, so we won't make a noise. Nerfing okay. me into the ground, but that's fine. Okay, that's fine. You all slowly begin to emerge from the grate, and after the first two people, it starts to get pretty no, crowded. No, 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 he's just him going. Oh, it's sorry. Just Alexander. My apologies. Um, so, uh, yeah, Alexander, you emerge, and you do find yourself kind of in like a little cave of boxes, but you kind of push on them lightly, and and they give very easily. It doesn't seem like they're full of anything. Nice. I will look around. Okay. Looking around, um, go ahead and make a perception check for yourself. <laughs> mm. Nice. Okay. Um, That's 24. You, yep. You do see... And, of course, I just deleted all of those things. Um, you do see a group of dwarves standing kind of in the center towards the square in here. But they are not looking in your direction. How many was it? Sorry? Uh, there are four. Okay. Um... I guess I will try to move back to the grate and be like a uh, four dwarves over there. As okay, you so. speak silently and yeah, we can't I'll, hear you. 
Alexander, Alexander appears back in the grate, holds up four fingers, and then acts like a monkey. Gets down real low. That's racist. <laughs> um, I would I would have like just you know held my hand down to like my knee to be you know, but that's fine. <laughs> Don't do the beard motion. You go for the short. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Four short, uh, two words, four short. Um, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Gothrak uh, holds up his middle finger as an acknowledgement. Got it. Thumbs up. <laughs> and he'll he'll spin his uh, f- uh, finger around and motion towards the crates, like search them. So, how do I sign you're not my boss? Um, but no, I'll, I believe that's called a middle finger. He's not wrong. Um, yeah, okay, I'll give him a middle finger, but with failing, so. <laughs> I'll give him two with failing. So I got a 19 on that one, uh, but yeah, I'll check the boxes. Um, <laughs> that was rolling an eight. Crazy. <laughs> okay. Um,. You, you want you said you wanted to move the boxes uh, no I just want to look through them best I can oh um, he wants to search I, them okay they're, they're they're like stacked one on top of the other so to go through all of them you would have to like move some boxes off I'll start with the top ones and I'll okay. work my way down uh the first two are empty <gasps> they're onto us uh, you get to another one that's on top. It is also empty. Hmm. Okay. I will move that box to the side and check out the one under it. Strange. Also empty. Okay. Um. I don't know sign language for it's empty, so I pick up a box and take it over to the grate. And and show them that there's nothing in the box. Uh, Gothrak shrugs and motions to put it back. (laughs) Put that thing back where it came from. And he looks over at Liberté and makes motions... Or, fuck, Jax. uh, Makes motions with his hand about the flint and tinder. What do the what do those boxes look like that you're describing? I mean, I'm assuming it's not cardboard. Uh, they're, they're just wood crates. Does uh, does Jax give him the his fire starter? I'll give him. I'll give him a, uh, my tinder box. All right, he will hand it up to Alexander and motion to set the boxes on fire. I never learned how to use one of the. Okay. Uh-oh. You're a. Sure. You're, you're <laughs> human. I was never in Boy Scouts. <laughs> <laughs> I lived a better life than that. <laughs> sure. Okay. Um, so you, this will be sacrificing Jock's entire tinderbox kit to try to get these to go up in flames. Um, go ahead and make a, oh man, what would this be? Survival. 
that that was my first thought but i'm i'm kind of arguing with myself at the moment but with nature nature or or just like a general dex check um a performance check (laughs) (laughs) Um, yes please do that find (laughs) a way (laughs) i i will say um wisdom um survival or sleight of hand your choice or nature or nature i'll i'll, I'll ain't, take it it ain't nature i'll tell you that uh, <laughs> just sleight of hand 25. all right well we done, did sir. it i win well with with that natural 19 no matter which one you picked it would have worked um so over the next couple of minutes alexander you start kind of to the boxes in the middle. You are able to kind of just get a little bit of tinder going in three of them. And you kind of just wait, just to make sure they stay. And over the next couple of minutes, you do see little plumes of smoke beginning to rise up. Nice. And while, while I'm lighting the boxes on fire, I'd just be thinking, why am I doing this? We said that we would create a distraction when everyone got back, but sure, I'll light some boxes on fire. Oh. And Gothrak sticks his hand up and motions for him to get back down. Sure. I will get back down. I will grab my cat first. I'm not losing him this way. <laughs> and we we seal the grate. Or we close the grate. And Gothrak looks at everybody and goes, Fucking go! Oh, sorry. Uh-huh. We're just street teenagers at this point. Wait, did we did we find a warehouse or was that what was that? I, no, I, 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 we we just set some shit on fire. Yeah, I thought we, we were going to scout. What happened? We did some graffiti, set some shit on fire. Like I, I didn't get a chance to see it out there, so I don't know what was up there. Fought someone at the back of a supermarket. You know, standard street teenager <laughs> yeah. stuff. I mean, the, the, it, it, it's it's the equivalent of some of, of someone setting like. 10 warehouse pallets on fire like hopefully it'll catch i mean it should catch the buildings on fire (laughs) you you don't know you'll you'll find out all right we just we start running Um. (laughs) wait what did we sell on fire where's my tinder box (laughs) Uh, it it was used for a good cause it it was a worthy sacrifice (laughs) were we inside was the great inside a warehouse or was this in the street? Don't worry about it. Keep going. <laughs> oh, I'm worried because like I'm afraid that if you set it in the middle of the alley, it might catch the other houses on fire. I don't know if people are still in there or not. And we're about to fucking done. find out. I was given very limited <laughs> very limited direction. And a lot of it was artistic expression at that point. Okay, uh thought we were still scouting. I don't know what happened. Well, there were boxes in the way. There was no fucking chance we were getting out quietly. Uh, Might as yes. well start the distraction now. I mean, that, that's the whole point of me casting silence. Was to be quiet. Was to make it quiet. Yeah, so we could set the boxes on fire. We have achieved fire. <laughs> this is a thing that is good. Yes. Man went for thousands. We're of doing years this as me. we're moving. By the way, we're yeah. we're, we're going. Yeah. Okay. Um, and you guys, you guys are not being quiet at all, for the record. Yeah, but there is a silence spell right on top of the boxes. 
Yes, but as you are running and yelling through the sewers, you are not being quiet. Gosh, silence is a sphere. Yeah, it's a sphere. So it, it goes underground from the point that it's cast. But if they're now outside of that sphere. Right. Gothrak yeah. said they were running away. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So you are you are well outside of that sphere at this point. Okay. All right. Uh, all right. All right. We better quiet down. Come on. Let's go. Let's go. Let's head back oh. to the area. Which area? We're waiting for the rest of them. Uh, they won't be back until uh, late. How long at this point has gone by? Uh, I would say you guys probably waited for an hour doing nothing, and th that whole excursion probably between you losing time, getting lost, and all of that. I'll say it's been like two and a half hours at when, at when you're on your way back. Uh, they they sent a message. They they won't be back until dark. We thought we said six hours. Uh, you know what? Apparently, everyone likes changing plans. So that's our go-to. Insight yeah. check, Jax. Sure, go ahead, Jacques. Uh, whisper me a d twenty. All right. Are we walking back now, or like, what's going on? That's up to you guys. You yeah, started we're, running. We're, we're, we'll start to move stealthily and quietly. Okay. I haven't just burnt anything in a long time. Crazy. Um, feels wonderful, doesn't it? Gothrak, yeah. you, you look at Jacques, and his face is so unmoving most of the time that it does not surprise you at all that as he looks back into your eyes and says this to you, it's stone-faced, no emotion whatsoever. Does that trip any trigger at all? Not for you. You cannot read him. That was not the fucking plan. I'm gonna punch Taz right in his fucking throat when he gets back for changing the plan. Mm, yes, well, nothing we can do about it, apparently. Did he say what we should do, or give indi any indication? Well, all they said that they were going to make their way back, like, at night. Well, then we fucking wait there till night. Uh, we're not going to leave him alone. This is not up for negotiation. Um, yes it is. Oh, really? Yes. I mean, I don't... I don't think... I don't, I mean, I don't see how you're in charge here. Well, let's see. I'm big, I'm green, and I could cut you in half. I mean, Shrek made three movies off that, so... <laughs> <laughs> Who the right. fuck is Shrek? Don't worry yeah, about movie. it. <laughs> yeah, right, but however, it's I wanted to at least scout tale. around. There's no use scouting around. We already know what's down here. I don't, I don't mean down here. I'm, looking, I'm talking about just, like, people. Going up is a bad idea right now. We just set a fire! Mm-hmm. Uh, I wasn't planning to set a fire so soon. That's, that was that was my well, plan. plans change, don't they? We didn't start the fire. It was always burning. <laughs> I hate you so much. <laughs> <sighs> right, uh, Jax, sorry. Let me reassert my position. We're uh, gonna fucking go back, and we're gonna fucking yeah. wait. Everyone are okay with this? 
Well, is there a reason you want to head back? No, there's no other reason. I just hate waiting around. You think I enjoy it? Yeah, what if they get followed back and ambushed? There's two of them. If they get back here, there'll be six of us. Which means whatever follows them through can get a right good fucking. Not literally, of course, metaphorically. Alright then. I'm so glad that we understand each other. Fucking Jesus. I mean... Fucking holy look, people. Look, I mean... I just started a fire. It's taking me back to my teenager years. I just don't want to... Um, listen to authority at this point, so... I mean, I, I'm, I'm kind of just doing whatever. Um, so, I'll, I'll come with you guys, but I'm doing my own thing. We've got a little bit of cash. Anybody got cards? Fucking play cards. Woo. <laughs> uh, somewhere I've got my dice set. I got cards. <laughs> All right. Well, fuck it. Come on. I've got, I've got cards as well. I pull out the, the deck. Anyone, anyone want to play a game? Let's not start that shit again. Just, just want to play yeah. for coins. Yeah, we play a little bit of coin. Alright, I'm down for that. How much you got on you? Uh... Fade to black. No, I wanted to roll the cheat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. We can we can come back to you guys. Uh, That's gonna make so much money. Sorry. I'm sorry we we, we, we can come back to you guys after we take a quick break here. Mm -hmm. um, I'm, gonna, I'm trying to go back and forth to keep everyone involved here. So we'll, we'll go ahead and, and take a break here. Um, and we'll come back and do a little bit of the research and then we'll come back to you guys doing some gambling and we'll see where this goes. Hey there, it's Josh, your friendly neighborhood GM. The fan favorite part of our shows may be the sweet silence during breaks, but we do hope that you find the rest of the episode, at the very least, tolerable. If you're one of the poor, unfortunate souls who happen to enjoy our content, then why not consider backing us on our brand new Patreon! This shiny new platform helps us create more and better content for you, our fans. Each level comes with a variety of rewards that will ingratiate you like a warlock warbling before a patron's power. Head on over to patreon.com slash actnaturalshow for more details. Link in the description included. Now back to the show. Jumping back into the game. Liberté and Taz, you have been looking through books at Dragon Mages for a while. Um, it's probably been around 20 minutes to a half an hour since Kyrax left you. So I had cast uh, Detect Magic, so did anything like really jump out? Or am I now blind from everything that's like lighting I mean, up? Most of the items down here in the shop are magical. So almost everything that you're seeing is lighting up with your detect magic spell. Okay. Um, nothing, nothing like supernova bright. I mean, there there are some items that are very very magical, especially considering all of the stuff that they learned. You learned that they had for sale last time. Hmm. 
Um, but a number, a number, a number of the books as well also do light up as magical. Um, some do not, and there there are also some you know mundane everyday items that do not light up as magical as well. Okay. Um, so, what did the two of you specifically want to look up o- over this time that you have? Uh, I guess it. We were looking originally for like journals or history books, but you'd have to tell us if we were able to find any of those, if if they keep those here. And then if not, then I would just start my normal research topics. Okay. Well, well, history books and journals, but also anything of a geographic nature, um, or anything that might indicate something being below ground in this area. Okay. Um, in terms of geography, you get you do get a bunch of maps of the area. Um, some and most of them are seem to be just regular maps of Dragon Harbor, the area. Um, you do get a couple of topographical maps. So there is there are some sections of this area right along the coast that vary in height, whether they be kind of the rocky crags that um, you passed on your way in, or um, areas like the upper city hill where you saw the ruins of the Temple of Bahamut. Um, the area seems very kind of dotted with areas like that, where it's kind of low-lying valleys or h- higher hills. Um, in terms of history books, with a, I think you rolled a lot of 17, is that right? Something like that. That sounds like 17. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think you had a 12 plus 5. 17. Um, I will say that you do find um, what what you think is probably a general history book um, on Dragon Harbor. It talks about how the there was a section of, or I shouldn't say section, a sect of Dragonborn from Jahira who chose to no longer live under the rule of the Council of Hughes and decided to great, make a great migration from that city to another place and how a number of Dragonborn were sent out as explorers and um, just individuals looking for a place to settle. And they found this place, this little kind of um, ham, uh, not hamlet, but little inlet um, off of the Bay of Moons, and they decided to build a city here. And then it just talks about, you know, the, the general construction and notable events in Dragon Harbor that have happened since it was founded. So you don't, you don't get like anything super specific and, and you don't think that, um, it would be the equivalent of like one of our modern day history books. Ah, so nothing useful. To the right person, says the history major. (laughs) And there's no lines indicated in there about, you know, former dwarven lands or any Mm. dwarven artifacts found in the construction of the city. Nope. Nothing. The the dragonborn didn't construct anything below the city. Nope. I'm assuming. Okay. Could you imagine if it was 
the, the, the dead and Josh just didn't say anything. <laughs> if it was what? <laughs> I'm just I'm making fun of Taz for asking. The like he he asked if you know oh did they find the remains of a dwarven city? Oh. Like in the general description, you just didn't mention that. <laughs> yeah, I, I I conveniently chose to ignore that part. Right. Um. Okay, so still a lot of nothing, kind of indicating to us that whatever really happened, it might be that the Dragonborn have no clue what's going on. Mm-hmm. There, there definitely seems to be a conflict of information. Right. If, if you take what the dwarf said is true. Right. So we have, we have two possibilities. One is that the dwarves were here well before the Dragonborn. They were underground, so the Dragonborn didn't know anything about it, and now they're attacking unprovoked because they're assholes. Or this dwarf was lied to about why they're attacking. I'm definitely leaning towards that second one because they, yeah they could have been lied to to suit a purpose I mean if they were living under this city you know, why wait 125 years why not you know go up you know burn things as it was being built instead of waiting to attack a fortified city yeah it appears we're not going to find those answers yeah i had one more question and then one more errand i guess or one more thing sorry taz uh what was it that you wanted to ask in your your other thing oh so yeah i guess it's more of a i guess a personal question of him but again curiosity uh was wondering why um they had taken a vow of nonviolence. They had they had mentioned that and mentioned that they didn't want to get involved because of their vow. I wanted to ask them, ask Kirak specifically. You said that you were leaning one way, but the rest of your group family was upset about it and they had said that they you had taken vows uh, it's it's a complicated matter being someone who is gifted in these ways as i'm sure both of you are aware is a responsibility If you look through the annals of history, and he kind of waves a claw up towards the books, as I'm sure you have done since I've been, while I was gone, there is not always an inherent goodness in uh, the people like us. Some people use it to further themselves, whereas others use it to further causes. Originally, we saw it as a way to hold each other accountable. A way to say that we shall not do harm to others. If one of us begins to have more scales on their head and think themselves bigger than our shop or the city or the world, we could 
punch them a bit, to use a more vulgar phrase. But in the end, it was protection for others, protection for ourselves. I, I worked in the library in Sonus, and I've read things as well. Uh, I'm not comfortable with my own magics. Uh, then but, you understand what I say. Well, yes, but I think I'm different because I don't necessarily thoroughly know where my magics are coming from. Really? I performed, or well, I, I cast a ritual while I was working in the library and over time I've learned I've been granted my abilities while and they've been growing as I've been growing but they're not I study like yours and they're not inherent like Liberté's Fascinating So neither of you had to work for your magical abilities Ooh. Well I mean <laughs> I did. I didn't study. I mean, I'm not a wizard or anything, but I would say that I, I, I practice. Hmm. I've practiced as well, and its growth is coming from experience in the world and using our abilities to help. But you know, as as I grow. Some of my abilities are strange and different, and I haven't ever come across another of of my kind or even really read a whole lot about um, people that have been granted these abilities from mysterious patron that visits you in your dreams. Uh, Kirax's look turns from one of kind of interest and curiosity to one of seriousness as he kind of moves his snout and face and looks back from one to the other. Then I hope when the time comes, both of you will be there for the other to keep each of you in check. To get back to the matter at hand, I have informed the rest of my group what you of what you have said. Um, we have not talked to any refugees of any of any sort um, as as far as we are aware we they are not sure what the destruction of the sky path or the temple meant either i mean we previously discussed that amongst ourselves but they are no none the wiser than i am i'm sorry liberté it appears my to come here for information while we were able to share with Kirox it didn't get us really anything but did put us in danger if if you had a want of magical information we have no shortage of that I can assure you 
Liberté, did you want to leave shortly or did you want to leave later? Have we already had the conversation with him or we asked him to send the sending? Yeah, I, I, I'd say that oh, okay. um, you, you did that as soon as he came back. That was no problem. Okay. And and you remembered to tell them not to draw attention toward any of the greats, right? That was not mentioned before. Uh, so they have undoubtedly drawn attention to one of the greats. He actually shrugs. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> as as I guess we we wait and I'll maybe potentially take a look through your books. I was wondering, do you have any magic items that perhaps would enhance magic from someone like me? Someone that gets their magic from someone else up elsewhere when metagame speak I guess that's a rod of the pact keeper magic items specifically for someone like you I do not think we have anything specific for that I do know that we do have a bunch of things that would be useful uh, if you were still interested in buying things you again would be free to look around uh yeah I, I am, and then yeah, I'll, I'll try to get to that quickly, and then and I guess lose myself in the books for a little bit until it's dark. So, I guess in D and D speak, it, would this or would they have a rod of the pack keeper? No. Um, you for, from what you've looked around so far, you have not seen one. Um, go ahead and make an. What kind of check would this be? He comes, I... back, he comes back with an immovable rod and says, This is a rod of the pack keeper. <laughs> uh, that's, that's pretty good. Said nobody. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> an arcana check yeah that's what i'm leaning towards it was either arcana or history but just go ahead and make an arcana check it'll be easy all right i don't know what the point is i haven't rolled better than a 12 all night this is this is your 20 right here ah! oh uh, nope not. eight um you you know that those types of items exist however in your experience between growing up in a human city and then being sequestered away with for the or I'm sorry with the elves for most of your adolescent life. As far as you're aware, those items are pretty rare, and you would be really lucky to come across one. And and I I, I would also say that e even though you rolled kind of low, you would get the idea that those items wouldn't necessarily be something that you would probably find in a wizard's shop. It would probably be something that you would find on the body of another warlock or, you know, someone or in like a tomb to a patron or something along those lines. It's not something that's necessarily just created. Um, then 
I guess given my experience on the way here, maybe I'll ask about the boots of elven kind. Okay, let me get back. Did you I come into more seven. money or something? Oh, I still have 200, but then I also have um, potion. I remember they were 250, but that was before negotiations or before. Is, is, is 250 what I told you previously? Hmm? Okay, the, the price wouldn't have changed, and that'll save me looking, trying to look back in my notes and find it. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, yeah. So, whatever the price was, um, uh, it, it'd be the same. Yeah, uh, Kirax, I definitely have need, given how clumsy I was on the way here. Um, almost giving away our position multiple times. Um, I do have 200 gold. I also have a potion of greater healing. If I could get the boots and a regular potion of healing. Make a persuasion check with advantage. Dirty 20. Look at that first roll. You a needed nine. it too. Yeah. He, he, he kind of looks over you and, he, and you see him hold up a, a single claw and he walks towards the um, towards where the stairs are. He kind of pauses there for a minute. And then you see him quickly wave his hand real quick and then walks back. Tell you what. Keep your greater potion. I'll give it to you for 200. Thank you. I hand over 200 gold. And, and he, he kind of lo looks at both of you. I don't know what those three are expecting. If we just sit here, nothing is going to happen. I'm, I don't want to break my vow, but I don't know what else I can do. I, I don't want to be a prisoner in this shop for the rest of my life. You, given the number of dwarves that we've seen and given the destruction that you've shown us, I, if you continue to hold up here, it's delusional to think that you would be able to leave without getting attacked yourselves. So unless you have just magical means um, or are willing to leave behind everything, if you don't help, you're, you're going to lose everything. I just need to convince them of that. Please can continue to look around. I'll, I'll be around if you need me. Uh, and I just want to say that I wouldn't bother trying to convince you to do something that you don't want to do. The nice thing about freedom is always being able to choose for yourself 
what you will do, even if others aren't happy about it. But you should remember that if your vow was a choice, you also should not let it become your prison. Make a persuasion check, Liberté, and, I'll, and for that I'll give you advantage. Because that was really good. 16. Yeah, he, he, he looks up at you and just kind of looks directly in, into, into your eyes, Liberté, and just kind of gives you a nod. Yes, it would do us well not to forget that. I, I will help you. I will do what I can. I'm really not sure what, what our next step is. What is there any information that you have gathered? Things things that we should know, places that that we should try to find people. I, I don't think we know where anybody might be, except that the uh, well, the leadership might be in the palace. It would make sense that if if, if that is where they are the most defensible, especially given the defenses of this city. Do you have any advice for us to get in there and, you know, murder, murder? Uh, let's see. I'm going to roll an intelligence check for him. Should have thought of asking him this earlier. 19. Pretty good. Um, I do not know what the defenses of the dwarves look like, but I can tell you about it. Um, it is it is not necessarily a, a, a castle that, you know, humans would, would usually have at, at their places. It is well fortified. The walls are fairly uh, well made, and it, it is situated high up on that crag, which makes it difficult to assail. Uh, if, I was, if I were the dwarves, I would have that bridge guarded or put in a way where it could be severed quickly if need be if someone tried to attack which means that you would need a different another route across the river i currently do not know of a way to get across the river or especially not without being seen however it, it is the actual building itself is is made of stone it is not something that you'd be able to simply you know smoke them out or anything there are several layers to the actual keep uh, there are two i guess courtyards you would guess and then two sections of the actual residence if they are keeping their leadership there i would assume that the deeper we go the more fortified it would be and the more dangerous it would become and there's no sewer access up into there do you know of? Actually, there would have to be. It, uh, at some at some point, it would have to run down into either the river or out into the bay. There would have to be some sort of access. I personally do not know of any, but of any for for sure. But there there must be something underneath it. I would assume. Sounds like that's the way we should try it. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
Tez, do you have any other questions for him on anything? I think I'm tapped out. I also would not advise potentially going by sea, as if what you mentioned previously when you were here, it seems that the dwarves have taken over much of the harbor. Right. Okay. Um, so, uh, you said for supplies, I don't know what you have as, as far as concoctions and all that. Do you happen to have any oil? Uh, regular oil or magical? Well, what's... What do you mean, magic oil? Well, we have different, you know, tonics and elixirs. Is that what you were referring to? Oh, no, I mean... I mean things for, like, fire. Oh! I, I believe so. Um, we usually use magic light, but... Give me a moment, and he kind of goes off into back the back room, kind of near where the back door is, and you hear him kind of rummaging through um, some supplies. Uh, yes, I, I do have a, a few flasks of oil here. Would Libertain know what Alchemist's fire is? Uh, my, my thought was no, he didn't know that that existed. But maybe he does. You're, talk, you're, you're talking about Kyrax or Taz? No, does, I'm talking about Liberté. Does Liberté know what Alchemist's Fire is? Um, Based on his upgrimming, I mean, maybe not. You know, Just make an Arcana check. Okay. Because otherwise he's not going to ask for it. Oops. Man, I can't not get my toggles right. But that's a Ooh. natural 20. <laughs> Um, yes, you have heard of Alchemist's Fire, Liberté. Um, and you actually heard about it shortly after being set freed, and it sounded kind of oddly familiar. It just seemed to Oddly familiar? Hmm. Bigger and bigger, the longer it seemed to be present. Um, you, you bring this up to Kirax. Uh, I don't know if we have any Alchemist's Fire. I might actually be have to go ask on that one. Uh, would you like me to? Well, getting back and forth uh, is going to be difficult, uh, as we saw earlier today. Uh, and I'm thinking that, especially while we're invisible, the way of a distraction may be to, to pour some oil on something, light a fire, and then leave that so that they go where we've been and not where we are. Way ahead of you. Yeah, but I don't know anything about what you guys have been up to. It's probably for the best, to be honest. <laughs> far, far away from this shop. Um, so if you have Alchemist's Fire, great. Um, otherwise, just oil. But I am looking for both. Would Yeah, would they have kept like Alchemist's Fire in, like, uh, I don't know, like a, a warehouse near the walls in case they had to repel ships? I'm thinking uh, Game of Thrones references. I, I would say that that specific question, Kyrax does not know. However, um, one of you go ahead and roll me a d100 for me. You can do it, Taz, you asked. Oh, boy. Okay. Oh, sorry. Oh. Twice. So 37. Your highest roll of the night. <laughs> oh. 
Oh. Um, Kirax goes off and speaks to um, one of one of the other mages. Um, he comes back down uh, a few moments later. Uh, I am trying to find. Oh, that's why it's not showing up. Duh. I should have checked that. I am trying to... There we go. Okay. Um, we do have uh, one container of Alchemist Spire here. Um, and he, and he kind of pulls the, the, the both of you away from the staircase. So you're kind of in, in the area of the shop that is the farthest away from where the staircase is. Oh. Uh, I'll give it to both of you for 30 gold. That's actually a really good deal. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I have, I have 30 gold. Ah, fantastic. And he, he hands you over a uh, vial with a um, crystal stopper in the end. Nice. So you have one use of Alchemist's Fire. Okay, and does he have any oil? Uh, yes, he said he had two flasks of oil. Oh, and how much? He, he just gives you those. Oh, sweet. So <laughs> I'm going to change that from six to eight. There we go. Yeah, you, you guys have worked Kirex over pretty well, and he was already frustrated about the situation. So, right. well, well done. All right. Um, do we have anything else to do, Taz, before we leave? I don't think we forgot anything. No. Um, depends upon. Did you change your mind? Do you want to leave during? No, I'm. I'm out? asking you, the player. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Um. No, I, I whispered to Josh that you know, while waiting, I'll just look for you know a particular particular topic to, to read upon and just get my short rest and then I'll be ready to go. Okay. Yep, that's fine. Um, anything else for you, Liberté? No. Okay. Um, Taz is going to read some more, so go ahead and make uh, a regular investigation check. Oh, God. Today is just not God, your I'm day. No, thank God I'm not in combat. Um, unfortunately, you you're just not finding the right books. You, you you know that you're in the right place, and this place probably has something for you. Just the ones that you're grabbing, you're not finding anything, and you're having to speed read them, and it's 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 just not it's just not a good time. That is fine. All right, I'd say about this point, starting to get into into like the middle of the afternoon, starting to head into late afternoon, for you guys at least. Um, so you guys can take a short rest and continue to just read and chat with Kirax. Um, the other mages do sometimes come and go. They say hi. They look up, um, you know, like check on an item or like do some sort of spell over it, you think, and then they leave. Um, but nothing else really of note happens for the moment. And da -da 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 comic book transition um, <laughs> over to the other group. Uh, you are heading back towards the the main grate that you guys have been using for the most part. 
and we're talking about potentially doing some gambling. Uh, yes. <laughs> huh, is there... Hmm, I'm not sure if it's a good idea to... Be, they said they were patrolling the sewers, you said? What? Have they been patrolling the sewers? Off and on, yeah. Ran into them the other day while you were lying on your ass sick as a fucking dog. Mm, yes, I was. Did you get the doll, by the way? What doll? It's... I left that doll with you for a little bit. Oh. That thing. Uh, still on the... It's back where I was sleeping. Hmm. It must have worked, because you're better. I can't argue that. Maybe? I... So, about this, okay. Uh, cards, um... Vesper, do you want to play some cards? Uh... I could try are we are we there yet are we back to the the great yeah are we, like the safe uh, great yeah you, 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 um it probably takes you another 10 15 minutes or so of walking stealthily as quietly as all of you four can especially with two uh let's let, let's see here two paladins and a cleric, <laughs> um, but you you hey, do make no it armor up. shaming. Oh, I armor shame all the time. <laughs> anyway, continue. I'll take a spin round. Um, you guys uh, set up somewhere. Let's find somewhere defendable. All Stay right, away then. from the grate. We need to be quiet. All right. Uh does this require a perception check, or...? How is the great... How is the great set up? Is the great a dead end? Uh, yes. So, um, basically, you would be, like, in one of those main central pathways, pathways, and then there is an offshoot that kind of heads up, like, a ramp a little bit, and then it levels out to where the great is. Do we think we were followed or anything? Make a perception check. That would be a nine. Uh, you kind of stop and let everyone walk ahead of you a little bit and try to listen behind you. You don't hear anything other than running water. All right, we should be relatively safe. Uh, we'll do watches. I'll take the first one. Um, actually, Alexander, why don't you yeah. take the first one and then he can play cards longer. Sure. You take the first, uh, I'll take second watch, uh, and then we'll just rotate around. Alright then. Lunave, you can take third watch. Alright. Are, are we just going to stand here out in the open? Well, we're gonna find a nice place to tuck in a little bit now, aren't we? Well, then let's do that. Well, yes. We find a nice oh. place to tuck in. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Um, probably around 50 or so feet um, away from the grate you do find kind of a little alcove that you could it's not like out of sight but it's not directly in the main path 
Okay. Easy enough. All right, Alexander, your watch is first. I will take the first watch. All right. All right. Let's throw some. Let's throw down some coins. All right. Uh, here's two silver. Let's get the pot started. Uh, Lady Luna, did you want to join in? I actually did not bring my coin purse with me. I did not expect to be buying, uh, trading anything. So there you go. And he slaps three gold under her hand. That was my polite way of saying I'd rather not gamble. Oh, for fuck's sake! You're yeah, one of she, those, aren't you? She pushes the coins back to you. I'll I'll stay on watch. Mr. Alexander, if you want to participate, feel free. Okay, I will participate. Ah, uh, no, you take your watch, like a man. Uh -huh. She said I could. I don't fucking care. Uh, well, we are short. Uh, I mean, we need more people to... We play with money. fucking three. What are you thinking? I don't know, but I want more, I want more money, is what I'm saying. Yeah, sure, you card shark. We'll play with three, and we'll be careful about it. All right, then. All right, here's two silver. Start the pot. All right, then. I, I've never played with I mean, You're about before. to fucking learn, aren't you? Well, no, I played cards, just not betting. I haven't Put two yet. silver in the pot. Yes. Right where my silver is. Okay, okay. I'll do that. Gothrak's talking semi-quietly. <laughs> <laughs> A lot quieter than the player is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my, my question to you all is what game do you actually want to play because I have games if you need one eh, uh, surprise us with something yeah this, this is one though. um okay something for three people obviously goldfish oh okay um, so we will play, um, a version of one of the games that Mercer created. So I, I have a, um, thing here. So what each of you will do is roll 3d6 to me. And then, um, you can, so you, you, there, there's your, you bet, then you roll 3d6 to me. Then there's another round of betting, and then you can discard one of your d6s if you want. And then I have the, um... Like it's, it's it's like poker where there's different levels of stuff that you that you want, and I will, right. put, I will put that in the chat. Three D six, you said. Ah, oh, good, that works. Oh, oh, cat roll again. <laughs> that was public. Hit. Ah, uh, oh, dang it! Cat. It was supposed to be. Cat. Uh, over left hand side click the um, in the toolbars click the thing click the, the little dice and then click GM and then roll it ah uh, I see okay easy way to do it so everybody's in for two silver a piece and, and, and what I sent in the chat is the best to worst left to right okay alright so the three of you have rolled does anyone would anyone like to bet? Uh, hmm. I was four silver. Insight check. <laughs> um, 
I'm, I'm gonna say no insight checks. <laughs> All right. Just, just, this is just straight gambling. Okay. Uh, he'll, he'll raise. Your call. Your call or raise. Raise. Uh, go to six, uh, six over. Actually, no. Fuck it. He's gonna throw in a full gold. Oh. Okay. Okay. Vesper. Vesper's watching Gothrak, and she's not entirely sure what's going on, but she's gonna put in two gold. Ooh. <laughs> uh, I'll call. Then we. <laughs> we got next to either he calls or raise it. Okay, oh, so yeah. so currently there's there's four gold and six silver in the pot. Mm-hmm. All right, Gothrak will call. Okay, six gold, six silver. If anyone wants to discard one of their quote unquote cards, you can do that now and I simply read. Do that. Okay. Oof. That'll be good. I don't. I keep my hand. Okay. I'll, I'll keep mine. Okay. One more round of betting. I'll call. Uh, hmm. I'll raise another gold. Okay. Seven gold, six silver in the pot. What are you doing, Cat? Being very confused. I'm going to put three gold in. <laughs> this seems to be what the game is. Yes. All right. Well, I'm going to fucking call. Jesus. I'll call okay. as well then. Okay, so that means nine, twelve. Better is there is fifteen gold and six silver in the pot. Uh huh. Okay, uh, I will tell who to reveal. Um, Gothrak, please reveal what your numbers are. Three, three, and one. So all odd. Cat, please reveal what your numbers are. Uh, four, six, four. All, all even. So those two are tied. Jacques, please reveal your numbers. Mm, I have the devil's luck. 666. Six, six. <laughs> Jesus! Jacques the pot with the best possible hand. <laughs> you fucking oh. cheating cleric bastard. As, soon, as soon as he rolled that, every single time he raised it, I was like, oh man, there's no way he can lose. <laughs> cheating? No. I don't cheat. Alright, you start the bets then. Oh, all right then. Uh, uh, I, I, Alexander Lunave nudges you and tells you to get back there and play. I'm gonna go play. Your watch isn't over yet, jackass. But yeah, how much I, gold was it? Fifteen gold and six silver. All right, gotta add that. Yeah, but I'm gonna win. So, but fucking uh, fine. I'll take your watch. Fucking lazy shit. Gothrak gets up in a hop. It's fine. Gothrak. Gothrak, I've got it. If you want to go, please enjoy yourself. Two to a watch. That's how it goes. This isn't up for debate. Well, all right then. I think I'll play tag team too. And she, she walks around and taps Vesper on the shoulder. You're it. I'm going to watch. Okay. Yeah, sure. Huh. All right. What's come on over here. 
Rear guard number one. I scurry on over. And we take up watch. Okay. Um, we'll do we'll do uh, another game, and then we'll we'll go back to you two see if there's anything you two want to do. So um, I think it's just Jacques and Alexander that are playing. <laughs> All right. Uh, hmm. What kind of game do you want to play? This is one of those two. I don't know what games there are. Uh, I have um, a number of games. Uh, there's the one you guys just did. There is um, another one that I took from Mercer where you roll 2d6 and try to get to a total of 7 or a total of 12. Um, there's also one where you roll um, multiple successive dies and the highest total uh, wins. And there are um, other games where I have to be involved. So. Oh, let's do the last one. Okay. So uh, it's ante, and then you'll roll a d8, bet d6, bet d4, and then bet, and then reveal. D8, d6, and d4. Yeah. Yeah, but not at the same time. So like after after each one, you bet. So who who wants to put in the ante? Uh, let's just start with the two silvers like before. Sure. Okay. Both of you, go ahead and whisper me a d8. Okay. Would either of you like to bet? One gold. Good ten gold. Oh. Ooh. Okay. Do you call Jacques? Yeah, I'll call. Okay, we have twenty gold in the pot right now. Uh, go ahead, both of you. Roll a d six. Okay. Would either of you like to bet? Mm, no, I would like to call. Okay, I'll check. Oh, you'll do the 10 gold. Did you say you're doing another 10, Alexander? Yep. Okay. So Alexander puts in another 10. Hmm, I look at my cards. Hmm. Do I want... Oh, let's just do it. I'll call. Okay. There is now 40 gold in the pot. Go ahead, both of you roll a d4. Uh, I think I might have lost this one. All right. Any more betting? Uh. Jock? I think I'm a fold here. <laughs> what did did Alexander did did you put in more? Sorry, I must have missed it. Well, I can't say anything now if he just said that he was gonna fold. I was gonna go up another ten, but it doesn't really. Yeah, I was just gonna fold here then. Oh, so, so <sighs> even even before he puts in the ten, you're just gonna fold? Yeah. Ah, you get the block, get the pot. All right, uh, Alexander, you gain twenty gold. Nice. It's a bold strategy, folding before he bets. Yeah. <laughs> bold no. strategy, Cod. We'll see if it pays off for him. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to see your cards. Don't show me your cards, okay? 
I want to see your fucking cards. Gothrak uh, pokes his head around the corner. Uh, oh, stay on your watch. <laughs> Fuck which, you. Which set of cards? I'll, I'll put. I'm gonna put my cards in, my, in the deck. <laughs> it's it's hilarious because I know who actually won. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, fuck all of you. <laughs> you, you can have goes back. Game. Uh, I mean, I know you don't want to know, but I think because it's a podcast, I think you have to say. Right? No, don't say it. Go ahead and say it if you want. <laughs> okay. Okay. I, I got uh, a four, a four, and a two. Okay. Okay, I'm, I'm not too mad. I'm not oh, mad yeah. at all. Come on. What? Yeah. Uh... That'll be a secret. Oh, well, fair no. enough. No. He got a seven, a no. one. So you guys were tied going into the D4, and he rolled a one. Alexander oh. won 10 to nine. Oh, wow. <laughs> that was so cool. It was so cool. Uh, this, I just needed, like, a good one. Oh, whatever. I was so close to just being like, I would like to roll to cheat on this. <laughs> <laughs> You would that, have to be, yeah. that I would have allowed, but you slipped in one of the cards from the the from magical deck. you missed such a good opportunity. Ah, <laughs> uh, it was a good game. So I lost twenty gold. I win. <laughs> yeah. Gothrak, uh, Vesper. Go ahead and make perception checks for me. Yep. What in the hell? That's, that's like your third nine tonight, I think. Yeah. Huh. In celebration. For some reason, my gold doesn't match up with my D&D &D, uh, &D Beyond Gold. You must not have updated it. Oh, we added some gold to your stuff, dude. Oh yes, did we? Yeah, we found some gold on some dead people. Oh, okay. Thanks. They were dead when we got there. <laughs> six. <Yes. laughs> Everything's hey, fine. There's a six and a nine out there. It's for our after nice. dark podcast. <laughs> Wild cards after dark. Nice. <laughs> yeah, not at all terrifying. Um, so do I have to leave and come back if it's after dark? <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Um, you, the, the two of you don't really see or hear anything. You're just both sitting there. There's kind of an awkward, tense silence between the two of you. You know what, Vesper? What? You're fucking useless. Okay. All right. I'll bite. Why? Ass over fucking tea kettle. In trying to pull me out, I was perfectly fucking fine. You endangered yourself, you endangered fucking uh, Twinkle Toes with his flying cat bullshit. You endangered the rest of the group trying to just pull me out. I was perfectly fucking fine. There's no reason for it. Battlefield awareness is a fucking thing. You don't go off half fucking cocked. I was just trying to help you. That's... I I messed up. I'll admit. I did. But I don't think it's a bad thing to want to help someone. If you're gonna fucking help somebody, you figure it out and you do it right the first fucking time. You don't end up ass over tea kettle inside a fucking jelly. 
I, I'll take note of that, but I'm not going to stop helping people if they're in trouble. There is death on the horizon. There's death in the past, too. You're not to get in my way. I'm going to do whatever is necessary. Belnor dies. Gothrak, can I can I ask you something? What? Did I stop you from killing that dwarf? Fucking would have if you had a chance to. Uh, I would have done it before then, wouldn't I? Yeah. What was the reason you used your fucking twinkle toes magic on me then? Yeah. Well, because from my perspective. You were going apeshit over a body that was already dead. Your perspective doesn't fucking matter, does it now? Um, it kind of does. No offense, but I just met you. I don't know anything about you. A normal person seeing another person do that is not... Of course someone's going to step in and say, Hey, uh, maybe don't do that. None of the rest of them were stepping in. So you decided you're judge and jury, yes? You're going to take away my vengeance. Your vengeance was already done. He was dead. My vengeance was done when I fell to the ground exhausted. His... I just don't see what that accomplishes. You're... He was already dead. Oh, okay. Yeah, I understand. You don't see it. So you've had your wife and your daughters split open from groin to head. And hung on the side of your house. Have you? No. Okay. Alright. Well, uh, you've had your wife completely violated and murdered. Yeah? No. Okay. Alright. Well, we're on the same path here. Then you don't fucking know what you're talking about. I don't. Okay? I don't know you. No, you fucking don't. I didn't know all that. Am I just supposed to know magically what's going on inside your weird brain? No, you're fucking not. But you're not to use your fucking magic against somebody that's helping you. You weren't helping. You were going absolutely ballistic. And? You don't think it's cathartic? To beat someone into a bloody pulp? Oh, you've had your family murdered, have you? Don't don't go there. No, no, I'm I'm asking. So your family's been murdered then, yeah? You could say that, yeah, sure. Why not? Insight check. Make an insight check. I'll even give you advantage on this. You needed it. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Roll 20's <laughs> lagging tonight. Ah! <laughs> really? <laughs> oh my god, this is amazing! Um, you, she, she, from your perspective, is telling the most honest truth. Alright. So you've had your family killed, have you? Okay. That's great. Now you know what death is. You know what pain is. Now, build a life. Who was it? Your mummy and daddy? It was someone like a father to me. Someone like a father. So not a son, not a daughter, 
Not a wife you build a life with. Not even your mum or dad. Somebody that you can't father. That means shite. You know pain? I've been hunting this bastard. That would take the life of the innocent for no reason. And when I find him. Or his family. I'm going to gut them. If he's got a wife and children. They're mine. By rights. Aunts. Uncles. Parents. Those who speak the name of Bernor will be struck down. This is the way. So you get on the fucking wagon. Or you get the fuck off it. You step in my way again. Taz can put himself between you and me. And it'll be the last time he does it. This is your fucking choice. You want to be treated with respect, you fucking earn it. You don't stop another man's vengeance. No matter what your feelings are. Vengeance doesn't give a shite about fucking feelings. What are you going to do afterwards? I'll probably be dead. At least I'll see him again. Why do you think he'll be dead? Because I've already dug two graves. Outside my home, there are two holes. One for Bernor and his, and one for me. How are you going to get there? I'll fucking figure it out. All right. I'm not going to sit here and say that I know how you feel. I didn't say that to begin with. I didn't stop you from killing him because it wasn't my place to. I... I'm just struggling to understand why. Because he's a dwarf. Baelnor is a dwarf. He and his kind, they all deserve death. All of them? Every single fucking one of them. From Have the you... child to the king. Why do you think that? He took my life. I will take his race. That's... Do you notice the discrepancy there? There's no discrepancy. It's... What has been done to one must be escalated by that it was done to. This is the way. The way of you? The way of my tribe, the way I was taught, and the way of blood. Just doesn't seem very... I don't know. What? Very fair? No, it doesn't seem very fair at all, especially for someone who just didn't do anything to you and they just deserve to die because they maybe share blood. Maybe. 
His blood's tainted. It's a disease. And I plan to wipe out every dwarf I can until the day I'm dead. He called upon himself a reckoning. I am death. You know from here you just look like a sad man. I'm past sad. Angry? Vengeful. Like the spirits of old. It just seems a waste. Yeah? So was my wife's life. And so were my daughters. They were wasted. For nothing. Some grand master plan, apparently. So those that share blood with him deserve every pain, every suffering. The dwarf kin will know the name Gothrak Stoneheart. And they will know it in fear. I'm sorry about your family. Can, can I ask what their names were? You're not fit to speak them. You don't want their memory to live on? Their memory's long gone with everything else that was theirs. And mine. Dwarfkin will remember their names. Before they die, they'll know them. Taz is the only one that fucking knows them because he's proved himself. Liberté, Jax, they're good people. Alexander's a right cunt. He's getting there. Maybe he deserves to know. But you've not earned it. Okay. So, you stand by that? I've said the words, haven't I? Because I already know their names. And? I just... <sighs> you don't have to listen to me. But I feel like having someone else know something positive about them. I know, I understand that they died horribly. I know. I but don't let them that mar their memory. Our memory be written in blood. It's my right. If and if Taz told you their name, I'd deal with him myself. Um... You told me their names. I can fucking tell you shite. Okay, I overheard their names when you were beating the shit out of that guy. It looks like your ears are useful for more things than getting stuck in a fucking jelly. I won't say their names until you think I've earned it. Good decision. And he just goes back to sitting there. 
what's going on? I heard a uh, shadow draconic. Um, was it coming towards the? Is it coming towards where the the hidden hidden cave? So the group in the sewers, you hear shouting coming from the direction of the grate. Taz and Liberté, you along with Kirax in the main shop area of Dragon Mages, about the same time in the day, all of you begin hearing a phrase repeated over and over, almost as if shouted by a loudspeaker. Jacques and Taz, I'm sorry, Jacques and Liberté, I believe, are the only people who understand it and have to explain to everyone else what it says. And you hear over and over again, all remaining dragonborn within the city are to report to the town square tomorrow at sun high. Come peacefully and you shall be spared. If, di if discovered after tomorrow, your lives have been forfeited. This is your only warning. I say that to everyone. And I look at Lady Luna. A trap, maybe? Of course it's a fucking trap. If Baylor's there, we'll get a shot at him. Guess we're going to the town square. But that would mean there'll be a lot of uh, soldiers there. That'll be a glorious fucking death. For others, maybe. I'm fine with that as well. Mm-hmm. Let's think about this. Well, we could use this chest to try to find... Uh... No. I don't think they will be the mention anymore if they're gonna. We just have to convince the refugees to go at this point. If it's not a trap, then they'll be set free. And we can continue fucking with these short bearded fucks. We're going to hand them over? No, they're gonna hand themselves over, apparently. They're not gonna fucking hand them over, it's their choice. Yeah, they're gonna hand themselves over if they. If they're planning to do that themselves. It's up to them. Yes. Do we hand ourselves over? Fuck no. Well, in in a way that maybe one of us looks like a dragonborn, would that maybe help? I... Go ahead. I don't know, I kind of want to check out the town square, but... So daylight. I just want to see what they're planning is all. Quite curious. Alexander, are you saying you can look like one? Uh, yeah. I got the ability to disguise myself. I've got a disguise kit. You need it? Uh, no, no. I, I think, I think that'll be fine. Um, I, I look at, I look at Alexander, the Golden Dragonborn. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> come on. Yes, it's so good. What do you? Uh, okay, what the fuck is going on? Well, okay. Um, uh, I'll say. Okay, well, I've got the ability to transform into the form of something else. So we have the 
Golden Dragonborn, which has done nothing but worked perfectly. Uh, I, I'd say it's the best cover we Insight have. check. Let's go, go ahead and roll it. Oh, like I was saying. <laughs> we both rolled 15, so... Yeah, so, uh, Gothrak, he, he's telling the truth. Alright, continue. You come into my land and use my... Try and insight check me. No, um, but... Um, <laughs> you barely pulled it off. That's uh, a lie. Um, <laughs> but... Um, yeah, no, it, it, it just goes perfectly. You can't tell me differently from any other Dragonborn. And uh, maybe we could use that as uh, as an in or to figure out what's going on. And if it all goes bad, then the Golden Dragonborn turns invisible and disappears off into the sunset. Does it have to be the Golden Dragonborn? Yes. It's the full minute best. And if he says it works, it works. <sighs> Fine. All right, we need to wait for the others to get back. Huh? Yeah. Uh, Jack. Time... Sorry, you know, Alexander, take watch. Yeah, how late is it right now? Um, I mean, it's it's probably early evening at this point. Um, but the longer you stay there, you do notice that, like that message that you heard fades, and then it comes back and gets louder. Then it fades again, and then it gets louder again. It seems that that message is being repeated over and over, you would guess, throughout the city. And Jacques, I'm sorry, Taz and Liberté, you experience the same. Yeah, pretty much. I, mean, I don't think we have anything else planned. I, I think we'd pretty much just be holding... Or waiting by the grate until back. they get yeah. back, yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, so we'll, we'll go back to the two of you and then do your kind of go back and then we'll, we'll finish, we'll finish it out there. So, um, Taz, you and Liberté have just heard what is being said. And they're saying that everybody should, uh, go to the, uh, town square at, uh, high noon and, uh, they'll, uh, be spared. Do you think it's a trap? I, I think we'd have to be stupid to step into that trap. Um, although it does present us with an opportunity to perhaps get into Clan Master's keep while they're distracted. That's exactly what I was thinking. The great minds think alike. I'm sure they're all thinking the same. I'm, I'm wondering, though, are they casting Amaturgy? To do that to boom their voices just over and over again. Is that what it is that what it seems like, Josh? You you weren't looking outside, so you're uh -huh. not exactly sure. But okay. th th their voices do seem magnified in some form or fashion. Okay. Um Is Kirax here? Uh he he can be. Okay. I would just I would just ask so, what do you think, Kirax? Uh, what what does your what does your oath say about this situation? You're going to all turn yourselves in. I. He he, he looks perturbed. I do not like this idea. It 
worries me. But I do not think the other three would imagine resisting, especially with their vows, if they are not willing to break them. I mean, it's pretty obvious what they're doing, right? They gather everybody up, they kill all of them. I mean, it's not going to work twice anyway, so you might as well just kill everybody. Even if they did start to take out some of the individuals, as long as we weren't one of the first ones taken, I mean, I know us, and you kind of use the colloquial for the, the mages, have ways of escaping quickly. I mean, would your vow really... Really, if you were in the middle of a slaughter, did the four of you would use your abilities to run away and not help? I did not say that's what I want to do. I say, I'm saying that is what I think they would do. And you think you really would turn yourselves in? I, d I don't know what they're planning. If they did not say that we were being released, if, if we were being released, then I think they would get more people to come. Uh, well, you have to make your own decision, um, but we're not going to be here when you decide it, so I would appreciate it if you could send us a message and let us know what you all decided. That, that will be done. I, I do not think that if I decide to go to this, and it does turn out to be, as you say, a slaughter, I do not think that I would rest easy knowing that I stood by while many of my clan were destroyed. Yeah. Hey, you shouldn't rest easy with that. <laughs> oh, yeah. And when we questioned one of the dwarves did say that there were hundreds of troops, clerics, magic users. So if you are putting yourself in that spot, just be prepared. If I end up in that spot and I end up having to fight, I do not believe that it is a there would be a return trip to my shop. I look around at all the books and things that would likely get destroyed by the dwarves. I appreciate everything you have done for us. I will do what I can to convince them. Yeah, I mean... I really don't think you guys should go. I, I, I mean, honestly, I think it'd be pretty stupid for anybody to go, right? I mean, I, I'm not trying to be judgy, but I mean, this is definitely just murder fest. Do you have a way to perhaps start going back and forth from your shop to take your our valuable items elsewhere? Or are you pretty much what, stuck? The, the DM does not understand your question. Oh, so could they 
teleport. I, I don't know what level they're at. Could they actually teleport elsewhere with their items and then back and forth and back and forth? So with that, while the shop is warded, they could continue to do that. Uh, to teleport, no. They are not that okay. high level. All right. I don't think there's anything that anybody else wanted from this shop, so you know, I guess we can go. <laughs> All right. To, to kind of speed through it a little bit, um, the cover of night does come, and Kyrex does um, come back towards night to see you off. Um, I shall put up the wards once you have left again. Uh, I'm not sure what the streets are going to be like tonight, but I do know that there has been a a lot of heavy presence in the streets. Perhaps, I'm not sure if it is worth risking, but maybe check out the town square and see what you find. It's not a bad idea. Okay, we will do that. I, uh, how long do you think it will take you to get back to your safe space? Well, the way here took about a half hour. Um, but we had to zigzag a lot. So, so somewhere around that. I, I shall wait an hour and then I shall contact you. Just make sure you have made it. All right. I, I appreciate it very much. Is it pitch black outside, or I, 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 is there a moon out? Um, there, there is a moon out, um, and there are like, like, like um, non-magical uh, based like lanterns every every few feet. Not like every few feet, but like fifty feet or so. So there, there are portions where it is very dark, and portions where it's dimly lit. So, Liberté, we've got two choices. We could go invisible, or we could fly. Um, no, I, I think they would be able to see us. Yeah, if there was no moon, I'd say fly. Right, I, I think we go invisible and... I mean, why did they almost catch us before, right? Uh, you kicked a stone, and then we must have kicked up dust or something. At least they wouldn't be able to see the dust. Mm. Okay, we'll go invisible. Okay. Um, am I leading again, Taz, or did you want to do it this time? I don't. I don't mind. Oh, you're better at it. <laughs> okay. Um, I, I, just to point it out for for clarity's sake, though, Taz does have the better dark vision. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. You do right. Yep. 120 yeah. feet. Then we then we'd have you lead. <clears throat> okay. Just, yeah. I mean. I think, oh, he's I think this that, so. I think we check the square and then we go back. Um, but I want I, uh, if things go kind of crazy, just know that I can turn myself invisible. 
So if I have to drop it for any reason, I'll I'll put it back up on myself. Okay. Um, I have, I, I can cast fly. I doubt any of the foot soldiers could follow us if if we get caught or trapped. Plus, I can always trap them in darkness or worse. Yeah, I mean, because one one thing is that like you could make, I could make myself invisible and you could cast fly, but that doesn't really help you. Um, the other thing is that, uh, oh man, I just forgot what I was going to say. Um, oh, I've got my boots. So if I have to create a distraction for you to get away, I, I might drop my invisibility, run off, and then put it back on. Um, it's a lot harder to be stealthy when I'm running fast, but... At night, invisible, running fast, I would be pretty hard to catch. Okay. Yeah, and worst case, I oh, I can't drop it on just myself. Yes, okay. but yeah, I, 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 I have if you if you had to drop it and fly off, I could I, then make myself invisible and run off. Okay. So that we've got emergency contingencies. Okay. All right, both of you go ahead and make stealth checks as you say goodbye to Kirax and move back out into the alleyways. I can't I'm get double advantage. advantage. Yeah. Yep. Just, just at advantage. Team. Yeah, I got a twenty-two. My uh, other die that I'm not using was a natural one. Yep. <laughs> okay. So with with Taz leading, Taz, you're just a little bit hesitant. Um, and trying to figure out which way to initially go first. So you, you're just really indecisive at first. Do you want to go north, south, west? Um, there's no break in the house here, so... There's a very tiny gap here. Yeah, I'm not going to try tiny. Um, yeah, I'm going to come back this way towards this path. Okay. Uh, both of you go ahead and make perception checks as you get to the road. Fourteen. Fourteen. Hey. You guys see about the same. Um, you come out of Dragon Mages and are expecting pitch black. And it's a little odd when as you exit it's a lot brighter than you anticipated at first you're and you think it's the moon or something but as taz leads liberté towards the south and on the road you get to about where you are here on the map and you see um a battalion of guards there's probably about eight of them right there but the entire town square is currently lit up by what looks to be numerous magical lights and you can see a number of dwarves moving around in the center square, and they seem to be doing something, but you're a little too far to figure out what it is. Oh, boy. I'm assuming then all roads into the square are going to be the same, so... 
guess... I'm gonna go back this way. Okay. Gosh. And then come down on this side of the house. So you... Oh, you want to go up to the road and then down on the right side? Yeah, you said this was very narrow, so I don't want to risk it. Okay. Um, As you get to that area, you again kind of glance up and down the roads, and much like the other area, you do see again um, a set of battalion, or a battalion of soldiers kind of right at the entrance to the town square. You and Liberté walk around this house Mm. and head down into this alleyway down in here. And then I want to go a little bit closer to peek in to see what they're doing in there. Okay. Uh, I'm just going to keep both of your perception checks from the last one because those are good enough. Um, So what you see in the center of the town square is what looks to be a large platform or stage being erected. Um, It looks to be a bunch of stone and wood mixed together being just, as, as you speak, put together to make a structure. Um, it looks to be a large circle in the very center um, of, of the of the square. And in the center of the square, you see a large statue. And I have a description for the statue, if I can find it. Um, it looks to be a large granite statue. It looks like a tall human man. He is wearing robes that seem to flow down to the knee. And most interestingly, both of you notice he seems to have two heads. One is drooping and mourning, almost like droopy dog. And that is facing um, this direction. Almost where It's almost facing dragon mages. So it, it is very kind of um, somber. While the other face is snarling with anger and that faces um, actually towards where the sewer grate is so it's like facing this direction (laughs) alright so I don't want to linger too long doesn't look like they're setting up gallows or anything it's just this stage and this apparently new statue from what you can see, you don't see like a gallows, you don't see a guillotine, you don't see anything that that you think would be able to quickly commit murder. Can I can I check to see if I know anything about this statue? Make a religion check. Well, I don't like that it's a religion check. I'll say I'll start out by saying that. Oh no, that's funny. That's funny. Never mind. Okay. Um, Liberté, you, while you did have, um, not the most pleasant of upbringings, there was a large library in, in your master's place. And even though you were a slave, you were able to peruse sometimes when you were good with behavior. And for whatever reason, this image just seems to click in your mind, whether you thought it looked funny or whatever it was, something in your youth planted this image into your brain and you recognize the faces now this is Hor, the god of revenge all right well it turns out that's fitting 
fuck. Damn. H H O A R. H O A R E. Just checking. <laughs> I I I chuckled about wrong that. Wrong god. R- wrong god. Yeah. The the person you were insinuating is definitely a god, just of something completely different. Oh god. Yes. <laughs> okay. So the the two of you see all of this construction happening before you, and you um, you do hear shouts, you know, in in what you assume are, assume are, is dwarvish, um, almost as if there are several foremen giving instructions to laborers. Okay, so uh, we'll go back out uh, towards here, and then look both ways before we cross and then cross over here. Okay. There does not seem to be any moving guards at the moment. You are able to cross fairly easily. And you continue to move northwest, back towards your friends. Oddly, you don't see that many guards perusing the streets right now. They're distracted. Okay. And you continue to move. Continue to move. And the rest of the party eventually hears a tap, tap, tap on the grate. All right, watch the back. Gothrak heads over and unlocks the gate. Okay. You, you, uh, Taz and Liberté, you see both, or I'm sorry, you see Gothrak appear and he undoes the grate for you. Okay. Go down into tunnel, trying to still be as quiet as possible. Gothrak, you take the grate off and nothing seems to happen. You know he's there? Hello? Uh, I'm, uh, this is Tez. I'm still letting you lead, so... We're we're here, and I'll... Look at the fuck down here! Drop, I'll, I'll, I'm already down here, and yeah. I drop oh, invisibility. Yeah. Gothrak, <laughs> you actually hear them from about 30 feet behind you? <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake! Puts the grate back on, locks it back up. I mean, Gothrak, you of all people would know we wouldn't just stand there. You right, could have fucking said something. Standing oh, here with my dick hands. We're not that sneaky. Let's go. Come on. Yes, we should leave right now. Let's go back. Yeah, we've got people to convince to go to the square. The 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 uh, the dwarves are all dis- distracted right now. It's the perfect time for us to move. Also, you heard the. Did you hear the? Um... Yes, yeah, we, we'll talk it all, about it all when we get back. We need to go. All right, then. Okay. You all begin to move through the sewers back to the resistance base, contemplating what the potential next day will bring. And as you return back and reappear to the grateful faces of everyone else in the resistance, we will go ahead and close it here. <laughs>